0: Started. get valentine's hand off
1: that bloody sorry love gotta save the world
0: if you save the world we can do then
2: the asshole
1: i'll be right back Good luck.
0: welcome to the rank with john and zach i'm john i'm zach We've been friends since Cub Scouts, and now 30 years later, we decided to start a podcast where we'll be ranking anything and everything.
1: You know, the natural progression of events for millennials. You're probably wondering what credentials we have to rank anything. Well, we don't have any. And if you disagree, join the discussion at The Rank Podcast on Twitter or X, threads, Instagram, and TikTok on our website at com, or at our email address, uh, therankwithjohnandzach at protonmail.com.
0: You can also support us on Patreon at The Rank Podcast. That's patreon.com slash The Rank Podcast. And you can check out clips or full episodes on our YouTube channel, The Rank with John and Zach. And please remember to rate, review, and subscribe so we can keep this thing going. As you know, I was in Newport recently, mm-hmm. again, for the millionth time this year. And um, we're on the coast. We're doing the cliff walk with, with the boys and them and everything. It was nice. You know the boys are looking out over the railing at the ocean and um so is grammy and everybody was just kind of looking and and i was standing close to pop pop and he looks at me and goes i just see a bunch of rocks Mm -hmm. and i suddenly hit me i'm like holy shit i bet he agrees with zach (laughs) (laughs) and i said hey pop pop let me ask you this um are you more impressed by man-made wonders or naturally made wonders? And he's like, well, give me some criteria. Like, what are your examples here? And I said, okay, so, like, um, let's say the Eiffel Tower and Arches National Park in Utah, right? Mm -hmm. And he goes, well, obviously it's the pyramids, the Sphinx, Eiffel Tower. Yeah." He's like, (laughs) those things were built. You know, like, we made them. And he goes, the other stuff just happened and I'm like holy shit
1: <laughs> you see that well, I'm not alone there are dozens of us pop pop is a wise man
0: yeah no he's actually one of the smartest people i've persons i've ever met
1: it's, but there you go. that proves it i don't know what it proves exactly but that proves it
0: the, the crazy part to me you know you ever you ever have this happen to you where you just like assume everybody agrees with you
2: mm-hmm. because like maybe you
0: know like two people that you've talked to about it and they both happen to agree with you. Yeah. So then you're shocked when somebody doesn't and you think that's the outlier. Mm-hmm. You know? And I'm I'm realizing now that I don't think that's an outlier. I think there's probably a lot of people that would agree with you on this. Yeah. It just sort of blew my mind. And that is to say I don't like I don't think that you know, man made like I I appreciate man made wonders, you know, like mm-hmm. The pyramid. I I want to visit the pyramids. You know, like a, oh, know. it's not like a thing. I just, I was just, I, I was just shocked
2: by it. So you there you what,
1: go. You know what gets me about the natural natural wonders is that the stories of how they formed. I suppose they can have a certain interest to it if you're interested in like geological time, but they're not interesting. Like how the Grand Canyon formed, water slowly eroding over a very long amount of time. Like, it's, you know, like, oh, we can't, nobody's interested in making anything about that. Like, you can make a movie about the, about Eiffel and his tower. You can't make it about, about continental shifts and, and like uh, glaciers moving at at, at a, 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 you know, glacial pace. Oh, a glacier came over this area and just deposited, uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, Minerals. That was that. It's like, oh, okay.
0: You know that happened you're recently, right. or
1: and they're like, no, millions of years ago. Oh.
0: and and it took millions of years
1: for it yeah. to happen. Yeah, it wasn't just like woo. It was, it was like you would never know. You would, you would never know. We're probably in the middle of some of that shit right now. What do we know? We actually, definitely are. Actually, we're yeah. definitely in the middle of anthropocentric, you know, climate change. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Someday people are going to look at the the scalding wasteland of the Earth and be like, how did this happen? Yeah, And someone's going to go, surprisingly quickly. That's how it know? Do you know how people are going to look at the Earth and think that? How's that? Because we're going to be living on Mars, baby. You know, this is a perfect segue into the Kingsman.
0: I feel like...
1: Climate
0: change? Oh, right, climate change. Okay, yes. Not Mars. (laughs) I was thinking Mars. I'm like, what happened with Mars? Um, But you're right this this guy was all about fixing climate change yeah by killing people
1: yeah it, it was a thanos approach <laughs> it was a thanos exactly which I, appreciate.
0: I, I i wrote i wrote that down in here i'm like so this is just thanos light actually mm-hmm. it's it's more than thanos light so if you take into consideration that thanos happens to know that there's civilizations all over the universe yeah. right um then it's not thanos scale but if mm-hmm. you take it and you just say it's just earth mm-hmm. then it's it's a lot more than thanos scale
1: it's a lot more than that it's seven eight more scales. than
0: 50 percent yeah yeah
1: it's nine tenths i don't know it's mo- just about everybody is what it is so
0: yeah well especially after well we'll get into it
1: let's, yeah let's
0: let's get into it. Why, why don't you give us an agenda for this one
1: i knew you were gonna have me do the agenda i prepared <laughs> it last night and then didn't write it down so uh this is this is the, the how did you the,
0: prepare it without writing it down yeah, it's just a good like question. practiced in the mirror.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. I just I held a, I had little brush as my uh my microphone, like I'm like I'm on on scene. Let's go to Zach with the agenda.
0: So I have to say, I thought you said la brush," right? Yeah. Not the yeah. brush. So I'm thinking, did you name your brush la brush," James? <laughs> Dude,
2: that's fantastic. I, uh,
1: <laughs> I don't own a brush because my head doesn't require a brush, but if i had a brush i would now name it labrush james I uh... <laughs> okay. so anyway so labrush james and i were in the ba- in the bathroom practicing for this agenda so i'm now down... going
0: to attempt to do
1: yeah which i have down pat so this is the the the, the, the john with zach and rank and um <laughs>
0: john with zach and rank
1: <laughs> we like to do smooth stuff so uh i can't remember uh so yeah, we start the show with some opening banter, which you heard it was about, I don't know what, um, followed by uh, like a little introduction thing, which we're kind of doing, and the agenda is th- therein contained, followed by um, movie summary. John usually comes up with really good summaries that, that describe the movie and succinctly. Uh, when he asked me to do them, they're not as succinct, but they are generally complete. Um, and then I give the it's like the least interesting description of the mo- of the movie or show or whatever we're doing um followed by the movie overview where we're going to go over the movie so if you haven't seen the kingsman uh kingsman kingsmans uh you should see it and uh followed by the rank where we rank the movie on 10 categories 1 to 5 1 being worst 5 being the best and that's the agenda
0: well yeah that sounds about right nicely done yeah Well, today we're ranking Kingsman, The Secret Service, the 2014 film starring Taron Egerton, Colin Firth, and Samuel L. Jackson. It was adapted from the comic book, The Secret Service, by Mark Miller and Dave Gibbons. So it was adapted by Jane Goldman and Matthew Vaughn, who also directed it. Mm -hmm. The story follows a young troublemaker named Eggsy, who gets recruited into a top-secret independent intelligence agency known as Kingsman. Under the guidance of Harry Hart, a seasoned agent, Eggsy undergoes rigorous training and joins a mission to stop a tech genius named Richmond Valentine from launching a world-threatening plan. That's the summary.
1: It's a good summary. Better than I would have done. (coughs) It's short. Yeah. (laughs) You see, mine is less summary and more just truncated the movie. Synopsis? Yeah.
0: So we've ranked 35 action movies at this point. Mm-hmm. If you can believe it, jeez! And still sitting neatly at the top is Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm. So now we chose Kingsman because we've got another Matthew Vaughn actioner coming out this weekend called Argyle. Mm-hmm. I saw the previews for it. What did you think of the previews?
1: Uh, they were interesting. I didn't going in. I had, I had seen like pictures of it and heard that it was happening, but until I saw the actual uh, trailer for it, I did not realize that it's kind of a meta thing. Like Argyle is not the star of the movie, unless he is, I guess.
0: Yeah, I was like. It looks like it could be really confusing, but if mm-hmm. done right, then it looks like it. It seems like it would be really awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a Henry Cavill fan, so mm-hmm. I like. I'm excited about that.
2: Yeah, and then I'm you have,
1: f- yeah, but, then you have Sam Rockwell as the as the the spy, super spy. Yeah, Sam Rockwell. I feel like.
0: Yeah, I think. Sam Rockwell, I, I love Sam Rockwell. He's so like effortlessly funny, effortlessly mm-hmm. funny. There we go. Um, but yeah, I think it's, he's, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun,
1: unless he's effortlessly racist in some of his movies.
0: He th- he is that too. Although we don't know how much effort it took.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's like it was really hard. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I believe you. I believe you. Just <laughs> you seem to play the you seem to play a bumpkin racist cop a lot. I don't know. Maybe it's just the once, but it seems like it's a lot. It's just because he did it so well. Yeah, yeah, that's, you know what? That's true. Um, So many times, like, you know, we talk about this on villain hate slash appeal. It's like sometimes people are good enough that you're like, fuck that guy. It's like, well, he's not actually.
0: Like, he's yeah. Guy. Well, we'll get there with, with Sam Jackson here. And I mean, if you think about it, um, as far as villain appeal with him and his villainous roles, mm-hmm. Django Unchained,
2: Mm. Oh God! Probably
0: the most despicable villain of all time, or up there at least.
1: Just, just a, just a still image of him in that movie is upsetting. You
0: know, <laughs> right? Exactly. Um. Now I remember really enjoying. So, but I should say this. So this is basically our. So this is a Matthew Vaughn movie. Argyle is a Matthew Vaughn movie. That's why we. That's why we decided to do this one. Um, just mm. in case you didn't know, why we did it because of Argyle, um, but. I remember really enjoying this movie when I saw it in theaters, but I hadn't seen it in a while. Um, yeah. Had you seen it before now? No, never. Okay.
1: I saw part of the sequel, uh, which is not an answer the to your
0: The Golden Circle or whatever? <laughs> the Golden Circle, one? yeah. Or the, new, the King's Man, which was like a prequel uh, sequel.
1: Yeah, the, the Golden Circle. I did not understand what was happening in that movie. Of course, it was the (laughs) end. I didn't know what it was for a bit, so of course I didn't understand it. Not an indictment against the movie so much as just a comment on my general state of mind. Zach
0: tends to watch 20 minutes of the last 30 minutes of every movie and (laughs) then critique it based on that. This movie sucked. I don't know what's going on. It's pretty much every review.
1: Well, I'm confused, so it's bad. Okay.
0: Um. Now, had you seen any other Matthew Vaughn movies before?
1: Uh, no, I don't even know what else he's done outside of this, the sequel and now Argyle.
0: Yeah, me either, really. But he has Marv. I think that production company Marv is his.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, as, I think he's done uh, a few. Marv, as we all know.
0: <laughs> okay, well, uh, I mean, I don't know. Did you have any <laughs> expectation going into this at all?
1: uh not really um i remembered when the when the what do you call it the the like i first saw the trailer for this way back in 2014 um it looked like a a, a neat concept that i wasn't sure was going to work i was like i don't know i know the execution looks a little a little strange <laughs> so yeah. we'll have to see if my uh my uh uh he directed um Kick-Ass, or he produced Kick-Ass.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: I don't know if he directed it or not. I'm just getting producer.
0: Well, that's something Mark Strong said. He plays Merlin. Mm-hmm. He was like, this is going to do for spy films what Kick-Ass did for superhero movies.
1: Oh, well, well, congratulations.
0: So, there you go. All right, well, let's find out how it did. But first, let's go to the potent notables.
2: notables.
0: So as always we'll start with the box office results kingsman did pretty well at the box office as you may have expected since it spawned two more sequel well one sequel and one prequel um it made 128.3 million dollars domestically and 286.1 million dollars internationally for a grand total of 414.4 million dollars worldwide all against a budget of 81 million dollars so not too shabby
2: Hmm.
0: Now, in the film and trailer, when the new Kingsman recruits have their first night's sleep interrupted by a deluge of water pouring mm. into the dorm, on set, the scene went horrifically wrong. Mm. So Matthew Vaughn recalls, quote, I should I shouted, action. The computer got it wrong, and everyone was 20 feet down underwater. Cameras, cool. sound guys, people were in waders full of water, panic, everyone diving in and pulling people out. Geez. End quote. So the set was painstakingly planned and rehearsed using height markers and computer programmed water tanks. Mm-hmm. And just and it just didn't work. So cool. <laughs> so back to oh, Matthew well. Vaughn here. Those actors weren't acting. They were absolutely terrified. It was awful for the first day of filming.
1: <laughs> the first
0: day of filming.
1: Okay, welcome to filming Kingdom <clears throat> and everybody. Oh geez, you're all drowning. <laughs> And now I am, where was Matthew Vaughn? Cause he, he sounds like he's observing this from the outside. So he's not in the whole water situation,
0: right? Well, directors now don't typically go to where the camera is. They, they tend to be back yeah. looking at like the little monitor where they're seeing everything happen. And then they mm-hmm. speak from there. Now I know Quentin Tarantino has said like, to like he, it was his suggestion to all film students. I saw this where he was like, you should look in the camera. You should be there. You should see what's being filmed. You know, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, you know, I don't know if that's like true or better to do it that way, but it is, you would think that if that was happening, Matthew Vaughn would also be terrified in that moment.
1: Yeah. Um, I love the idea that he's just like way back and he's like, "Action!" actually, and then, you know, like we cut ahead and there's like just cameras and like hats bobbing on the surface and he's like, Oh no. (laughs) Yeah. I need the a do a casting crew. Yeah, oops. <laughs> so, I hope nobody hope enjoyed it. I hope your
0: insurance is good.
1: Yeah, this, uh, nobody's going to miss Terran Egerton, right?
0: <laughs> and is it Egerton or Edgerton? I, I'm not sure. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't either.
1: <laughs> Figure it out. I, said, I said Egerton, yeah, but I don't know. So it's apparently... He's eggsy, Karen
0: Oh, there you go. I like it. Um, apparently Colin Firth did nearly 90% of his own stunts.
1: Okay. Which well, you wouldn't think of with Colin Firth. I think he did all of his stunts in Pride and Prejudice, too, though. Oh, that's true. Good. So, yeah, he's he's used to it. All, so, of, <laughs> all of the walking into a room and looking. And, and Bridget again. Jones's
0: diary as well. Oh, yeah.
1: He, he did. He's famous for doing all of his own stunts. But he's also famous for not having any stunts as the thing. So, <laughs> I don't know.
0: So, the decision to cast Colin Firth in the role of Harry Hart hinged on his ability to execute the famed church scene. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So as an unathletic 50-year-old, the odds were not in his favor. Uh, Firth says he trained three hours a day for six months to convince director Matthew Vaughn that he could nail the stunts.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't have thought he could either when he was yeah. an, a 30-year-old. So okay. <laughs>
0: Exactly.
1: Good I wouldn't on have him. thought
0: of him as a, as a kick-ass uh, actioner, you know, yeah. action star. So.
1: Bumbling romantic comedy, you sure.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Not quite as
1: bumbling as Hugh Grant, but
0: he's good I was just gonna say, bumbling. I'm like, picture Hugh Grant in this mm-hmm. role. You know, I can't. might have been fun, but I don't know. Yeah, it would have been a different movie.
2: I'm like, are, are, are you mm-hmm. are you sure?
0: Are you quite sure mm-hmm. that you want to do? <laughs> um, so, Taryn Egerton worked out very hard for months on end to get in shape for this film. Eventually, developing a you know six pack. Mm-hmm for his shirtless scenes. Um, he said that it, quote, required a lifestyle change and uh, total commitment to living a certain way and being very militant about what you eat. He said he overall enjoyed the experience and wouldn't definitely do it again if there was a sequel, which obviously there would be. He was thrilled that his body was captured looking that way for the silver, silver screen, adding, "quote To see my body transform and then to have that there forever on screen is quite on, on screen on screen <laughs> is quite a nice feeling for generations to come. We can all appreciate my abs." End quote.
1: Alrighty, <laughs> that's a way to look at it. <clears throat>
0: So Samuel L. Jackson gave his character, Richmond Valentine, a lisp. Don't Mm -hmm. know if you noticed that. Mm -hmm. He took inspiration from James Bond films in which the villains always have some sort of physical quirk. Mm -hmm. Merlin was made Scottish after actor Mark Strong said the Welsh accent would be impossible for him. Um, And in contrast, Mark Hamill didn't influence his character on purpose. Mm -hmm. Valentine kidnaps actor Mark Hamill in the comic because of his love for Star Wars. No. So when they decided to cast the real Mark Hamill in the movie as a professor, his name was changed to James Arnold. Would
1: well, have been really fun if he had just been Mark Hamill,
0: I, right? I feel like Mark Hamill gets kind of sick of being Mark Hamill, though. You know? Yeah, probably. It's like I don't really want to play me because people like me in Star Wars. Can I play a role?
1: <laughs> They're like, no. <laughs>
0: Luke no, you're Mark Hamill. You're Luke Skywalker. Deal yeah. with it forever. So, one of the source comic authors, Mark Miller, joined Vaughn for a night out at the pub. Mm -hmm. This was before Kingsman was created. They expressed mutual discontent with the serious tone spy movies had taken in recent years. Ridiculous action scenes and outlandish gadgets had once been defining characteristics of the genre. And so, that conversation in the pub is what led to the comic and then the movie.
1: Oh, so he was a natural choice to film the movie, given that he was partly responsible for the comic or the exactly for the comic.
0: And we'll we'll get to this in a uh, 3 potent notables here, but you'll you'll hear what he decided. Anyway, a full Kingsman Secret Service menswear line was created and crafted, especially for this film, with tailoring and manufacturing by some of British's Brit- British's. British. Wow, Britain's most elite, famous, and trusted clothing brands.
1: Well, you know the, the British's Queen.
0: <laughs> well, king now, right? Mm-hmm. Cuz the British queen man. is dead. Now it's the British's king,
1: Queen's man's. But uh <laughs> so was that like available for purchase? Not that anyone yeah. I know could purchase it,
0: but yeah, it was available for I looked at I I almost didn't put this notable in cuz I wanted to look it up first. But yeah, it's there. You can get Kingsman um suits and they're like
1: $3,000. Yeah. That's uh sounds about right. Sounds like something you and I are not gonna do. No, it's uh, we're we're fine.
0: <laughs> so during and in lead up to World Wars One and Two, the British intelligence services often use tailor shops as fronts for their activities. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: That's a fun detail. Yeah,
0: I think that's why they decided to make it a tailor place tailor shop,
1: and also their passion All right, well, for men's fashion
0: exactly that's exactly what it is x-men days of future past was supposed to be vaughn's next movie he had already begun the writing process and within that time the idea for kingsman the secret service appeared on his radar so basically the comic came out and this new movie was so attractive to him that he asked for x-men to be delayed so that he could direct kingsman first Mm-hmm. The film studio refused, forcing him to make a choice. Vaughn decided to give up his role in an established franchise to begin a new, riskier one. And Brian Singer ended up directing mm-hmm. X-Men Days of Future Past while Vaughn pursued his passion project.
1: Now, what I'll say is that Days of Future Past is good, good. Uh, as is, I guess, the uh, Matthew Vaughn-directed First Class. So, no complaints for me.
0: Yeah, I mean, does, can you check X-Men Days of Future Past real quick since you're looking at it? Does Vaughn get a writing credit there?
1: Um, did he have a... I, th- I think I saw that he had a producer credit, although maybe I'm making things up because I'm stupid. I'm just curious because that, that it said that he was writing. Yeah, it. yep. Um, he did, in fact, get a writing
0: credit. So, I mean, he's clearly got a knack for this kind of stuff. Because you're right, X-Men First Class, X-Men Days of Future Past were both, you know, really good, I thought.
1: Yeah, um, better than the other ones. So
0: Matthew Vaughn was inspired by the 2012 Paralympics in London. Mm -hmm. He wanted to have a character with a prosthetic leg, similar to uh, the flex foot (laughs) cheetah worn by Paralympian sprinters, right? Yeah. At one point... Oscar Pistorius was approached about playing the role of Gazelle.
1: Uh, now I don't know if this—I don't know if he's got a, the the killer instinct for that.
0: Well, what's hilarious about this, and I I almost thought this was a joke of a potent notable, so I like mm-hmm. really researched it, and I found it on the New York Times. His representatives, so Matthew Vaughn, or you know M- M- Matthew Vaughn, but like the representatives for the movie, reached out to Pistorius as representatives and asked if he could play a convincing killer
1: mm. <laughs> and what do he say
0: <laughs> he de- he declined to take the role to focus on practicing for future sporting events
1: yeah okay he's but like that no, I'd worked like, out for everybody i want to focus on my real life killing
0: <laughs> i'm um, really practicing that
1: it's, it's a lot like how um it'll be a potent notable if we ever do the Terminator, but they approached OJ Simpson to be the Terminator and uh, didn't think that he was, like, you know, menacing enough to be a believable (laughs) killer. He's too likable. And it's so funny to think of a time (laughs) when he's considered likable.
0: Right, exactly. I mean, it's been, what, 30, more than 30 years, or almost 30 Mm -hmm. years of him being not likable and menacing.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, <laughs> not not likable. <laughs> which you consider him likable <laughs> or not likable. I'm gonna go with not likable.
0: <laughs> well, Matthew Vaughn is quoted as saying, that was before the incident. Oh yeah. <laughs> <they> <laughs> um, I remember watching some event on TV and I was mesmerized by the blade runners. I thought it was the most exciting thing I'd see for ages, which I just had to include because he called them blade runners. So yeah, he called them.
1: <laughs> Blade Runners. I mean, it was a, it was a good movie. I liked it okay. Just don't know how exciting it was. I remember thinking it kind of looked weird, personally. Blade
0: Runners. They <laughs> I mean, need to get Harrison Ford out there. He's the you know, I did one. not realize.
1: Oh yeah, I did not realize that this character's name was Gazelle. By the way, what a <laughs> what a thing! <laughs> well, in the comics, Gazelle name was, name. was
0: actually a guy.
1: Oh, and they switched it to love interest, I guess. Villain, yeah, mean. that part was kind of weird.
0: So another person that was uh considered once they decided that they would do a woman, Amy Purdy, mm. the double amputee snowboarder and Sochi and runner-up from Dancing with the Stars. Was you know, originally I, I, cast I... as Gazelle.
1: It seems like they're just fucking around, but um
0: but yeah, it was basically when filming was delayed, she dropped out so she wouldn't miss the Olympics.
1: Oh, the Olympics, sure, whatever. <laughs>
0: Um, so they, they, ended that, they ended up having to go with somebody that they ended up having to go with somebody that you know that had legs. <laughs> so.
2: <laughs> somebody that had
1: legs. Uh, a reverse amputee. A reverse amputee. <laughs> a pre- you know what? Everyone's technically pre-amputee.
0: That's a good point. So they had to go with a pre-amputee. She was a dancer yeah. too. Oh, okay. So Aaron Taylor Johnson was offered the role of Eggsy, but he declined. Mm-hmm. He would have been good. John, yeah, he would have been. He, he actually ended up being in the franchise in the third installment, The King's Man.
1: The King's so, Man. Yeah. Just one.
0: <laughs>
1: now, in the church
0: scene, numerous cuts were hidden to make the scene look like one continuous shot. Mm-hmm. The seamlessness conceals how much time and effort it took to pull off. Over 100 actors and stunt doubles were involved in the church brawl. While they were caught up in the fight, the cameramen had to rush around set to catch the right angles. The plan was to shoot it all in seven days. By the end of filming of the five-minute scene, they'd come just short of two weeks. Mm. That's kind of incredible, right? It is. They spent two Two weeks weeks filming that, and it looks like it's just all one thing. I don't know how you get people in the right spot so that you can do it like continue. you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, continuity director guy. I don't know. seems like it would be really easy to mess up though. you know what? A lot of gaffers tape on the floor is my assumption.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. a lot of gaffers tape. Um all right, so we got it. we're going on to the final potent notable here. And this one, Will for sure get Zach talking about the movie. Oh, now my next sentence here, you're gonna to want to start talking, and you can. I just want you to know there's gonna be more. <laughs> but here, here it comes ready. The
1: dogs were supposed to die. <laughs> According, i like in the comic or no in the movie. In the movie, okay. When did they this- decide not to not to kill them? <laughs>
0: Well, forcing the audience to watch Eggsy execute his pet dog would have changed the tone of the entire movie, right? I mean, we can all agree with that. Yeah, that's I, why. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: I I think it. I think the what occurs changes the tone of the movie for me, but it's <laughs> perhaps excessive. I don't know.
0: Well, that's why Vaughn's co-writer Jane Goldman talked him out of the idea. She decided that the agents would use blanks instead to prevent Eggsy from having to choose between his morality and his future as a spy. Mm-hmm. There's no such mercy in the comics, though. The agents were tasked with killing numerous human human targets in a much more brutal test. Yeah, that's humans. Yeah. Okay. I know. I know. That's what I was thinking when I read that. Movie Eggsy is was lucky to escape training with his humanity intact.
1: Well, so that's uh, it. I guess so, but the blanks don't actually help anybody retain their... hue Anyway. I agree. <laughs> because but, you think you're well, going to kill the dog.
0: Unless, unless you're like realizing you, that they yeah. they
1: wouldn't do that. But, but you know, um, Colin Firth... Uh, I can't even remember. His, oh, uh, Galahad is what I'll call him. Galahad is like, um, they were blanks and also that chick who drowned is alive as though, like, Eggsy should have known. Eggsy's like, how do I fucking know? Like, she was dead to me. Like, i
0: i agree with you on that i will say though that throughout every test it was always like there was always like with the parachute with the know? parachute
1: yeah but that's
2: it's
0: like obviously me. everybody has a parachute nobody's trying to kill anybody
2: well you
1: know? kingsman might be so well right
2: i know i'm
0: just saying like i get where Exy's coming from here but i also i think the idea is like, if you've learned anything from this experience, is that you don't need to fear that we're going to actually make you do this. I don't
1: know. again, like the the parachute is one instance, but the girl drowning is another instance. So, you know, at this point, I feel like you don't know. Are they gonna? I oh, the podcast.
0: I don't. I don't disagree with you. I'm just saying that. It, I'm just saying it could be that she figured that they they wouldn't actually make her kill the dog.
1: Also, how come thinking. how come they didn't do this challenge? Oh and like I know that they didn't they didn't kill them uh like on the railroad tracks as well they didn't actually kill anybody right so that's another example in that direction but um
0: well, yeah, but I in know. that case it seemed like they were you know they I mean they were actually slipped for a hip doll and it was somebody they didn't know yeah, so I mean you could it was reasonable to think like, hey there's a chance I could die here mm-hmm. whereas all the other times you are with them mm-hmm. you know, plus like. You're right, Eggsy had just gone through that and realized he didn't didn't die, you know? So, like, you'd think he would know at this point that they're not going to do that kind of stuff. I don't know.
1: But, like, at the same time, how would they have reacted if... It's not like their safety is guaranteed, either. In the uh, the railroad scene, okay. Um, Let's just assume that that thing works every time but in the water scene where they're, they they could've all just drowned. What are they gonna do, drain the room way quick if they don't figure out the U-Bend thing? And, um, oh, let me just, dra- let me hit drain on this. Oh, it's going really slowly. Um, oh, and like, what would they have done if um, Eggsy and Roxy hadn't opened their parachutes in time? They almost died on that one anyway, despite right. the fact that they both had parachutes. So it's not like this, this King's Man organization is against uh, you know killing people by accident, even. Yeah, I don't disagree
0: with you at all, so. I, I'm yeah, just, but let's, let's I'm just. just agree. I'm just saying for sake of argument that.
1: Mm-hmm. No, could've. yeah, I get it. Yeah, I just did. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll complain more about this scene when we get to it during the movie overview. I'll leave everything back. <laughs> well, let's go to the movie overview. Yeah. <laughs> well, we get Dire Straits to start out, so that was fun, I thought. This was an odd scene, to be perfectly honest. Dire Straits was a really cool choice of it, except for the fact that it was an old song by then, because this was taking place in 1997.
0: Yeah, but it was in the Middle East, so who knows when they the got East.
1: it. They just got it. They just, they just got the cassette tapes of Dire Straits' album. Yeah, I actually thought that the uh, I Want My MTV thing was part of the production company opening. I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, we're getting the song. Um yeah, uh, kind of an odd opening scene. It was—I don't know—they were bombing this building of some kind. It was just like, okay, what are we doing? What did you think of the uh, debris falling
0: down and becoming the credits?
1: I thought it was a little cheesy, not like upsettingly cheesy, but a little cheesy, and it didn't look as good as I might have imagined.
0: Really, I kind of
1: liked it. Oh, I don't know. It looked a little like clumsy to me, but that's okay.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I get—I mean, I wasn't looking closely at it, but. I was like, oh, that's, that's kind of fun. I also enjoyed that it was Middle East, 1997, just somewhere in the yeah. desert, some indiscriminate place that we can say is Middle East.
1: Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. I think they're probably speaking Arabic, but that's all we really get.
0: Yeah. And then uh, and then Colin Firth blows it, literally. Damn. Um, Colin Firth. Because the guy blows up, right? So mm-hmm. in this opening scene where, you know, this guy's being questioned and then he he hits him and he goes down to his dick and he pulls a oh. pin out of it so so yeah then then it's interesting because the one guy just like throws colin firth back and then dives yeah. on the grenade himself
1: and it's, yeah does, does that does that work do you know i've always wondered because i get that like because it wants it yeah it's just you know it's it's, it's mostly that, I you know, I don't think explosions as depicted in movies are accurate to real explosions. Because, like, in a movie explosion terms, it feels like that would just blast through his chest and blow everybody up anyway. But I'm sure in real life terms, you can, you can avoid that.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, grenades are just shrapnel, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just an explosive de- device that sends shrapnel everywhere, mm-hmm. right? In movies, they depict it like a giant explosion. Yeah, but it's not really. It's just it, it, it's a it's a kind of a small explosion that mm-hmm. sets off a bunch of shrapnel, and that's how it, it gets you because um, mm-hmm. because it's indiscriminate, it just goes everywhere, right? Um, but in this case, if he jumps on and he's got his you know he's got his vest on and everything, like oh, it's yeah, yeah. going to blunt the shrapnel. Shrapnel is going to go into him. Um, there is you know the chance that it would. Fly out in other directions and potentially hurt other people, but it, it definitely—if you dive on it like that—it should, you know, cause it to not go as far.
1: It's so funny to me that, at least in my case, you depict an explosion as being more realistic than what actually happens, and it felt unrealistic to me <laughs> because I'm used to dumbass <laughs> movie explosions. Right. right. <laughs> um, I still think you
0: know, Colin Firth, you should have checked for grenade, Dick. You know, yeah. like
1: that's the know. number one rule of Kingsman. Check the <laughs> grenade, Dick. Um, I guess he had it between his knees. I, just, I don't know; it's kind of an odd place to keep it. But yeah. It a cool shot though, that he comes up, his head is up. He brings his head up, I should say, and he's got a pin in it. I know. I fun. thought that was
0: pretty cool. Yeah.
1: Um.
0: Well, from there we're gonna we're gonna go to, uh, you know, we're gonna meet Eggsy as a kid,
1: right? Mm-hmm. Little baby called. Eggsy in a, in a very Christopher Walken and Bolt fiction kind of scene
0: yeah that's what i thought of too um calling for you know he's gonna go up to her and be like here's this metal and she's like i don't give a fuck about your metal Are you kidding yeah. me which like i kind of get it mm-hmm. you know like yeah who gives a shit about your
1: fucking metal it's also a weird little metal like it's not even a good metal i'm like
0: Yeah, and he's like, you know, and just call this number if you ever need anything, and say, "It's like I need something now. How about you give me some fucking money since my husband died?" You know. Yeah, I was convinced
1: this was gonna be money, but no, he's just—it's a favor. A favor?
0: One favor. Thanks, thanks for the favor that you're gonna give me.
1: One one one-time use favor. Can you run to the store for me? I'm I'm feeling lazy. I want some chips. I'm sorry, (laughs) they call them crisps. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, no, she wanted some french fries. So you had to-
1: Oh. So, okay, so she did want chips. Got it. Um Colin spent then- so much time in America though, he gets the wrong thing.
0: <laughs> You're right, exactly. So, so you know, now we're going to leave that area it's 17 years later. Mm-hmm. We're going to see, you know, the guy that they made Lancelotti 17 years older and yeah. um they're in Argentina apparently. Mm-hmm. I thought it looked kind of pretty in Argentina. It's like I, I want to go.
1: I, I I know more about the Argentine landscape than you might imagine because I I keep joking that I'm going to move there, but I think I might actually move there at some point. But that was probably uh, Patagonia. They have yeah. really like incredible mountainscapes and everything. Yeah. And uh, but who gives a shit to... about that, right? Because exactly, That's which is why, happens. which is which is why I would stay in Buenos Aires where I'm going to move to. And I, I just, would never aware. move to Buenos Aires. I'm aware. <laughs> Trust me. You know why? I, uh, why is that?
0: Because that's where the bugs send the meteor. That's true. Oh my god, how could I even forget that?
1: That's in that future documentary. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry though, I'll do my part. So I'll yeah. be out in outer space at the time or wherever the fuck they are. Are they in outer space or are they on Earth? I can't remember. It when that
0: happens, matter. they're on Earth yeah. somewhere.
1: They're on Earth. They're just they're just over someplace or other. Um, countries are not. Well, defined in that movie at the very least.
0: Well, there is no country, it's just one federation. It's, it's all the federation,
1: and that's why nobody speaks Spanish in Argentina.
0: That's right, because Britain eventually took over the world like they've been trying to do,
1: mm, the, which kind of fits here as well. Because I know the kingsmen aren't trying to take over the world, but no, but they could. Well, all it would you take know, is it's Colin Firth, all it would take is Colin Firth and not this Lancelot guy, speaking of which. Hey, he
0: was pretty good. He just couldn't yeah. beat uh, until
1: he was good Lakeless until he wasn't.
0: McGee. Yeah,
1: like <laughs> listen McGee. So yeah, this scene actually was uh, first. It was like really, I thought it was a bit much with its like how slick this guy is, you know? Yeah, I um, enjoyed it was, that. It was fun enough, I suppose, but I was like, oh, all right, like he's. Did you notice it ex-
0: was Mark Hamill right away?
1: I actually did. Did you? Because like, I
0: was like, oh shit, that's Mark Hamill. Like it yeah. took me a minute
1: basically by the time he's taking the duct tape or whatever off i was oh, Mark Hamill and he's doing a weird exit like he likes to do
0: <laughs> anyway sorry go ahead what were we going to say
1: no you know i almost found this scene to be a bit much not like in the sense that like this is horrible i was just like mm, i'm not sure it's working for me with how slick this guy is and how he's killing everybody and dispatching them all cleanly and elegantly and very cinematically um Part of the reason was though, that I I knew that this wasn't the star of the freaking movie. You know, this isn't Colin Firth walking in and doing this. This is this <laughs> guy. So I was like, what are we, I'm like, okay. And then like he, at, just at the moment where he thinks he's fucking, you know, so slick. Um, It was kind of cool how he shot the guy with carrying the whiskey, like for- I And then know, caught the whiskey. And then yeah, caught the I whiskey. And I was great. like, I was like, ah, fine. It's kind of slick. I like it, but it's also kind of cheesy. And then he just gets cut in half. Uh, yeah
0: direct just straight through
1: straight from the crazy yeah and then it falls
0: both sides fall apart from each other
1: yeah um and uh, you know that was a surprise but i enjoyed the fact (laughs) that
2: his
1: (laughs) he's like it was for me too (laughs)
2: because
1: that really happened to him yeah he's like if i had known i would have said just beforehand um i think it's time for me to split and uh (laughs) I didn't know they. It was a. It was a. It was a surprise. I was like, "Oh, Matthew, you got me." Um, but anyway, yeah. So I, I liked though the fact that it was. It was kind of a roller coaster. <laughs> Watching this guy be awesome and then he's dead. Yeah. Um, but I liked it because I was like, "Oh, he was overconfident." I enjoyed that. And also, what? How do you get sliced in half exactly? Yeah. How sharp are her legs? You know, extremely like, sharp, just to go through the skull with absolutely no resistance. It's like a Ginzu knife.
0: Yeah. I mean wow
1: <laughs> she just oh, we get the slicing. squishy
0: sounds again by the way yeah
1: the, yeah with the squish sound effect yeah i'm imagine i'm imagining though she's slicing <laughs> tomatoes to show how how sharp her her legs are, <laughs> still are and look um but yeah uh that was odd points through a mark, quarter yep and uh mark hamill's like oh this is this is an odd chain of events
2: <laughs> first
1: first my my cat my kidnappers are all murdered, and then the guy who saved that, who killed them, is murdered, and then, I don't know, And then Samuel L. Jackson is here. I don't know. <laughs> and then she's just as slick with the damn whiskey, because she catches it and is holding it out for Samuel L. Jackson when he walks in. Right. But well, she so, has to cover okay.
0: everything up first.
1: Oh, yeah, because he can't, he can't stand blood.
0: Can't stand it. I, you know, and right away we get the lisp. I have to say,
1: I don't really like it. I didn't love it, but it ended up kind of working for me. Really, that's extent. interesting to an extent. I, I, I could have done without it if he had not done that, it would have been probably better. But I think it would have been better without it.
0: Now, you know, they're gonna meet in a tribunal at the round table that's
1: rectangular, and um, <laughs> <laughs> this is just like the round table, except you know, it's rectangular, but you know, it's just like it. And also, I guess none of them are there. Was it virtual technology? I didn't really understand. Yeah, they were all. Yeah. At yeah, first, I thought they were fake. Like, I don't know why. Maybe I'm just an idiot, but I thought that, like, are these like AIs?
0: But no, it was No, people, they, they were all just, like just there. not there. Yeah. And that, it's kind of cool because it looked like they were looking at ghosts, you know? Yeah. Um but, those glasses. Right. I want those glasses. And I feel like that's a product that's not that far from reality.
1: I actually just recently saw a headline that such and such is company, and I'm not just not saying it because uh, I don't want product placement or something. I can't remember, but such and such as wearable glasses, camera are a good product. If you want a camera on your face. So
0: <laughs> great.
1: If you want that, um, Yeah, sounds like just, you, you found the right product. These will generally work. Um, you see, I'm not into augmented reality because I'm not really, I need to like get reality straight before I, bother with augmented reality
0: yeah AR doesn't do much for me I like the uh, the veneer of wearing something you -hmm. know like uh, like the completely immersive VR because then Mm -hmm. it's like I can switch it off Mm you know AR is like okay well you're just adding stuff to the reality that I'm feeling Mm -hmm. so at what point does AR become R?
1: you know (laughs) that's a good question (laughs) one one which Re- richmond valentine or whatever his name is might have thoughts on
0: so now you know arthur is going to make a comment about uh about galahad's choice for lancelot yeah i guess you know he's not one of us kind of a comment which yeah. is like ugh,
1: that's gross you know yeah i didn't really understand what the problem was because he still seemed like he did okay like this every time an agent die is michael kane like Bleh.
2: yeah exactly
1: Okay, sorry he doesn't just sit at the round table all day. <laughs>
0: um, but I like that Colin Firth calls him a snob. The he, yeah, he's a snob.
1: This is the beginning of complicated feelings I have for this for this <laughs> aspect of this movie. By the way, um,
0: <laughs> I think you and I are going to have
1: similar complicated feelings. Actually, oh, cool. Um, but yeah, this this you know that was good. Um, was Michael Caine really doing like a received pronunciation accent? Because He still sounded like Michael Caine to me, and as we've talked about, Michael Caine is Cockney, so like he he wasn't did,
0: but when he died, he sounded much more like Michael Caine.
2: Yeah,
1: and I I think that there was a purpose for that, actually. Okay, okay, we can we can talk about that when we get there. Yeah.
0: So, um, so now we're going to cut back to Exy, who's now you know eighteen or you know seventeen years later. So I guess he's probably in his Mm twenties at
1: this point. Yeah, that um, makes sense because I, at first I thought he was much younger. For some reason, I was like, oh, so is he like 18 now? But it mentions that he was in and then left the Marines. So, Right, well,
0: I mean, because when we first see him, he's got to be like five or six,
1: right? Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so 17 years later, it stands to reason he's in his early 20s. But um, really, his
1: mother fell that fucking far? I know. She seemed nice enough at the beginning, and then she's... Hanging out with Johnny Football and his fucking goon friend. Yeah, to the
0: point where he's like, "I'll show your mother, you know, how nice it is to have three go, you know, two guys." Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, what the fucking... really?
1: I'll show I'll show her what good company three can be. And, yeah, uh, that's what he says. And he and he's like, <laughs> yeah,
0: he's like, that's thanks. You know, Eiffel that's Tower, my mom.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna Sound- go great. I'm gonna go wash my eyes out with looking at this cute baby, and then. He looks at the baby and he puts the pacifier in upside down. yeah I thought was funny. It's actually a nice character touch, if you ask me, yeah, he's trying, but he's still kind of messed up, but you know his intentions are good,
0: yeah, oh i okay i'm I'm with <laughs> you i I enjoyed it. I just thought it was kind of silly that he put it on upside down. yeah um so they're gonna head to the pub he's gonna head to the pub and he's meeting up with his friends, and then his one friend points straight at these guys. I'm like. <laughs> how come i'm being in this group
1: yeah yeah <laughs> yeah these guys over here are gonna beat us up if we talk about oh wait i've just pointed at them and he's like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah like and also why are they standing sitting right next to these guys they know have such a problem with them and well, apparently the, apparently the stepdad who i know it's not a stepdad but apparently the mom's boyfriend is like he runs a gang or something? well he calls him a stepfather later all right. Well, so it is a stepfather. Never mind. But yeah, he's like the head of a gang, a street gang. It's... Yeah, I was
0: confused by that, too. And they never really address it. But it, yeah, you know, that's the intimation here.
1: Yeah. OK, fine. <laughs> Which I t- Eggsy isn't in because I guess he just has <laughs> these two friends.
0: <laughs> well, I like the idea that he stole this guy's keys. Right. Mm-hmm. And then just did donuts in front of the pub. I think that's fantastic
1: that was all that was all actually fun um, I liked it establishing his light fingers and I liked I liked him because he didn't do it trying to get away with stealing the car he wasn't stealing the car for himself he wasn't gonna sell it he wasn't gonna chop shop it whatever right. that is he's just like fuck you you know it was a fuck you right. it, was.
0: it was a fuck you and he just did donuts out there so that he would notice that look look what mm-hmm. I'm doing to your fucking car mm-hmm. and then he drives it and we get the first glimpse into his humanity that he's not gonna like hurt an animal. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's because he's driving backwards very well, by the way.
1: Yeah. It's kind of strange.
0: Which, range. like, have we established that he even has a car? Like, how is he <laughs> this good of a driver?
1: Unknown. Uh,
0: um, I suppose it's just showing that he's got you know great twitch reflexes, right? Yeah. So um, so yeah, he backs into a car, he tells his friends to leave, and then he fucking rams the police car. Yeah, seems like not the smartest thing to do.
1: Yeah, I get that he was trying to, you know, distract the police so his friends could get away, but lord, that's one way to go about it.
0: I think he was just it also felt like he was like ah, I'm done with like
2: with like, life ending
0: I wanted to be, yeah, in to be a part of this thing with my mom and her boyfriend here.
1: Yeah. Um well, in the US here, he might be shot dead after doing that, so no, he's white. Well, that's true. You're right.
0: <laughs> so he, uh, so they have him in there questioning him, right? Like, mm-hmm. who, who were with you? Who was with you? And and uh, he's not going to tell him. He's like, I'm going to exercise my right to phone call, bruv. <laughs>
2: um,
1: <laughs> you are right that they say bruv a lot. It's like their go to, you know, word.
0: Well, I mean, the go to word nowadays for like Gen Z is bra. So it's the same premise, right?
1: Yeah. I like Bruv better. It's like I like like, Bruv way better than bruh. I like the idea that Bruv is short for (laughs) Bruvener. I know it's not, but I like Bruven. Or Bruver. Bruv. bruv -er. I suppose.
0: So the cop says, I hope it's about the phone call. I hope it's to your mom to tell her you're going to be 18 months late to your dinner, which I actually thought was kind of a good line.
1: That was a good line. Um, I was a little surprised that it would only be eighteen months. He fucking rammed a cop car and almost killed a couple of cops.
0: Yeah, that's a good point.
1: But okay, I, that's what I was thinking. Like eighteen months, I could do that for for that crime. That's not bad. That. Yeah, let's go out and hit a cop car. No, I didn't say I want to. I just, <laughs> if I did hit a cop car on purpose, I'd be I'd be okay with that. Which he's planning to do. Just so you know, mm-hmm. police okay. officers. Okay. Get that out like, of confession sounds like a confession to me a future confession <laughs> yeah the pre fut- they're getting you're future crime exactly
0: <laughs> um so now you know he's gonna make the call and it doesn't sound like it did anything yeah. uh but, but of course it gets him out of jail and Colin Firth is like hey come with me now he, and he's
1: like he got okay. there really fast by the way yeah
2: well we <laughs> don't know how long
0: it? he was waiting
1: it seems uh, like it couldn't have been that long since the cop was just having a smoke break Felt like it's supposed to be the intimation that it's at least not that long, and um, I like to, I just like to imagine he helicoptered in and like just dropped down from a helicopter at that moment. Like, woo! Now I got to <laughs> look composed and cool, like I've been waiting here all naturally all day. Well,
0: so you know, now they're gonna go to a pub together, and and Eggsy's gonna have this kind of like, you don't know what it's like for us, bruv, you know. I mean, mm-hmm we do the things we do because we have to and um know it's like instead of you with the born with a silver spoon up your up your arse you know that mm-hmm. kind of thing and then the gang comes in mm-hmm. and then colin firth says this line about like are these other people that uh just needed to have a silver suppository
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> which i thought was a funny line uh, anyway, all right. And Exy's like, oh, you gotta go, man, you gotta go. Mm-hmm. They're not joking around; they're they're gonna kick your ass. He was so close to done with his pint, too, mm-hmm. you
2: know.
0: And uh, it's interesting because I I feel like he wasn't ever actually going to leave. Yeah. And they they made it seem like once the guy this once Goon Four here says. If you're looking for the IG Boundary Dance at the corner of Fifth Street, I don't know what he said. There. <laughs> if, you're, the corner of
1: Fifth Street. if you're looking for another rent boy, rent boy, is that mm-hmm. what it was?
0: Yep, so they're like, like, like a uh, what do you call them? Um, what do you call the, the <laughs> little ones, you know, the thinner, the thinner boys that uh, <laughs> I don't know what do you call bigs? them? Tweens, they're not tweens, twins. What, what are they called?
1: Twinks. Twinks. They're,
2: they're, they're tweens Is that if the you idea? want to, go to
1: Yeah, no, they're yeah, they're you know young male prostitutes. Gotcha. Oh, to rent. Mm-hmm.
0: Gotcha. <laughs> okay. All right. So apparently that really got Colin Firth's blood boiling. not enough <laughs> to blow up his head, but
1: <laughs> um He's so like, the... if I had if I had knife legs, I'd slice you in half right now. <laughs>
0: But yeah, so now he's like, manners maketh man, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, he's going to throw the cup, the glass cup at this guy, he hit him in the head with it, uh, with his umbrella. And then we get a pretty fucking badass Colin Firth fight scene.
1: Yeah, surprising. I was but like, I all this, right. <laughs> this is what he's training for.
0: I mean, I thought he was pretty fucking awesome in it. What I mean, as far as this fight scene is concerned, what do you... No, the,
1: what it yeah, I thought so. It was uh, He was good, yeah.
0: Um, I was really enjoying it. So, And then he's got a watch that can shoot amnesia darts? I want yeah. of
1: those. <laughs> that was a little out of nowhere, but okay. It's like, all right, I guess we've got some gadgets. I wasn't expecting amnesia watch dart shooter, but okay. Well, like, how many amnesia darts do you think the watch holds? It can't be many. There's not a lot of room in there and for a propulsion device of some kind.
0: Well, I just, you know, like... I'm just saying, right? I would think that it would be very hard to be married to somebody mm-hmm. if you had that kind of technology.
1: <laughs> just kind of Amnesia darting them constantly every time yeah. you do something stupid. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: exactly. Sounds like a future confession to me.
0: <laughs> well, I was thinking like, you know, you could cheat on your wife and amnesia the, the one you cheated on mm-hmm. or you cheat the one you cheated with and then amnesia the wife and then it's just like, yeah. You're all, no, all no, sad. no.
1: That's, that feels much worse somehow than just amnesiaing random people. Actually, it's not... Actually, it's a little lame to fuck, bust up this guy's pub and then amnesia him because he'll wake up and go, what the hell happened? <laughs> yeah, right? That's a good I, point, actually. I, I don't even know how to file an insurance claim for this because I don't know
2: what happened. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: so he's going to go over and he's going to tap uh. Eggsy on the shoulder. Which I was like, well, clearly he's putting something there, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was like, what did he leave on his vest when he put his hand on his shoulder? And then, of course, there we, here we go. He's listening in. for You know, he's just sitting there listening to some domestic violence. So that's oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. <laughs> With, like, no show of emotion at all. He's just like, yep, this is happening.
1: And, yeah, it was getting pretty pretty heated there. It's not just, like, casual, like, you know, you know words at all. It's, like, actual, he's going to kill him.
0: But all right right and then okay so then now he's like gonna talk in through a speak i don't understand how this happened
1: i kind of don't either because the speakers like did he take control of all of the speakers in the house were there speakers in the house i couldn't quite tell right or are they saying that the little thing on his vest is projecting
0: the the, you know the voice here
1: i think at the end of the day it's supposed to be the little thing that he put on on Eggsy's shoulder because it looked a little bit like speaker like, but it certainly wasn't powerful enough.
2: It sounded like thinking.
1: it was booming throughout the room, but yeah. all right.
0: like, I feel like it would sound like this. Hey, you should stop yeah. doing
1: that. You know? Yeah. Like, Anybody who's tried to play music on their phone speakers knows this. <laughs> uh Well,
0: now, it's, you know, Eggsy's going to leave, right? And then, of course, the gang is right there coming up like every area that yeah. he could possibly leave from because the gang is huge now. <laughs> and um <laughs> And then he's going to parkour away. Mm. And I can't help it. Anytime I see parkour now, I just hear Steve Carell going, parkour!
1: (laughs) It's kind of taken away all the cool factor from it, but that's
0: okay. Or increased it, I guess. I don't know. So now um, we're going to see the Kingsman Lair. Mm. You know, it's going to go down an elevator that's just wide. It's just like a, it's not even an elevator, it's just a, a floor. (laughs) That <laughs> mm-hmm. goes down there's no walls around them so like don't move
1: yeah you'll, you'll otherwise you'll get scraped up against the side of this brick you know well essentially
0: yeah exactly um but yeah so they go really far down and then they get into their lair um and <laughs> their lair <laughs> I
1: feel like good guys shouldn't have a lair but it's kind of what it is
0: so now he's gonna be like i want you to be the person that i make into lance lot mm-hmm except he said it with an english accent and <laughs> otherwise it was exactly the same <laughs> and so you know he's like sure i could do that yeah no
1: problem bruv you right and then <laughs> you know your uh your his accent is getting better like it, is it started off not so good and then it was getting a little better and now you're actually kind of getting there and i'm not like saying mine's good but i don't think that i feel like that was the worst one i had done really? so far yeah that was the best one <laughs> I don't know, uh, maybe it was the worst. We should we should put up a little poll, vote which <laughs> which attempt at Eggsy's accent was the best.
0: Yeah, with a timestamp, please. Um, because
1: because uh, in all honesty, at first you were doing Australian, which is fine. <laughs> it was appropriately um, it was appropriately you know, goonish, but <laughs> otherwise not 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 location accurate.
0: Well, so now we're going to, they're, they're going to start the training. So we go from like, do you want to do this to you're in basic training pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're going to be like, there's your body bag. Yeah. First of all, we have to establish the, the bullies, right? Yeah. So oh yeah. Establish the bullies first. And <laughs> then we talk about the body. Movies, bags. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so now the, the body bags and it's like, you know, you're gonna be sent home in a body bag, and so will your next of kin. I was like, "Well, wouldn't that mean that you would just like, in case I die, I'm gonna make sure that this guy fucking dies too?" You know, exactly. He um, told me that, that would have been kin. like
1: you know, stepdad's name right there, and then just purposely fails them. Would have been like, yeah, "There's no second body bag here, though; it's just the one." So, right. It was a weird thing. I thought, you know, but uh
0: anyway. Now we're going to cut to...
1: uh... Oh, Speaking of accents, I'd like to know uh, from anybody who knows whether Mark Strong's Scottish accent here was good or not, because it sounded a little off to me, but then again, we've already established that as far as accents go, and particularly Scottish accents. um, As mentioned, you know, when I critiqued Johnny Depp's Scottish accent in Finding Neverland, that I'm not so good at this, so...
0: Well, yeah, that's a good question. Um, Right in. Let us know.
1: Yeah, let's put another poll. How was John's Cockney accent, and how was Mark Strong's, Mark Strong's Scottish,
0: Scottish accent? Yeah. <laughs> um, so now we're going to cut over to Richmond Valentine. here who's having a clandestine meeting with the president. I guess.
1: Yeah, apparently it's we zoom out and it's Obama. So okay. <laughs> yeah, and so here's the thing that I have trouble
0: with with this movie because um, I already, you know, I've already seen it, so I know what he's what he's asking them. Mm. Um I just don't think that anyone would have agreed to this.
1: I don't think so either. Specifically the uh Yeah, they wouldn't have agreed to the entirety of the of the you know, basically everybody on Earth is gonna murder each other plot. Yeah. Them. Yeah. And they would, it would I well, mean, it's well, well, I'm pretty gruesome. Though, right?
0: Yeah, it's pretty gruesome.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's not like they're all just
0: climate change. Like okay, but all of your resources are now so I don't know.
1: Yeah, So if only the
0: rich survive, who's going to work for you, rich person?
1: Yeah, exactly. You've seen the end of Fight Club, right? Yeah. Um, Maybe they haven't. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, no, that's what I was thinking too. And also it's like, like you said, it's really gruesome. It's not like everybody just drops dead peacefully. It's going to be mass riots and chaos for how long until the last person dies? And then you got to clean all that shit up. Then you got a bunch of dead bodies everywhere
0: and and viscera. I
1: hate cleaning up viscera.
0: I know, and I'm always having to. I mean, I've never done it, but I would imagine it's not. Actually, I did there I made a murder joke.
1: You did. Um, I was gonna go. I was gonna go with Jules hates cleaning up brains. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Um, in fact, why am I cleaning up the brains? You're on brain detail.
0: Why am I picking little pieces of fucking brain?
1: <laughs> An okay, John Travolta. You know that? <laughs> You're like I was trying to do Samuel L. Jackson. That, you do that to me all the time, though. Like when I tried to do Hugh Grant, and you're like, That was
0: a good Gene Hackman.
1: <laughs> it's not my fault that you did a bad Gene Hugh Grant and a good Gene Hackman. It's just, it's not my fault. So it's, it's on you, buddy. So, anyway, yeah, so- that's a. So yeah. Obama's okay with them killing 99% of people on earth, apparently, as yeah. long as he's fine, it I seems guess.
0: very Obama, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. He's known for his selfishness. Although I guess maybe the whole point is that everybody in power is a selfish prick. Yeah,
0: I mean, I get that that's the point, but it's just like, I
1: don't yeah. know. <laughs> Obama seemed like a strange one to go with.
0: Yeah. I mean, if they just waited three years, they would have had the perfect candidate.
1: It, um, would, it would have been, I mean, I'd believe he'd do that tomorrow and serious
0: exactly me too um so now we're gonna cut back to the training room and the it's starting to fill up with water mm-hmm. which it fills
1: really fast yeah really fast <laughs> there's some serious <laughs> pumps going on there and you can yeah. see you you can see that like all the different tanks failed simultaneously now <laughs> that you look back on it
0: yeah exactly you're like uh oh shit
1: um mm-hmm. they're serious here at the Kingsman.
0: Now, you know they're gonna think like, "Oh, we gotta get the shower and stick it down a toilet." Um,
2: yeah. Would you have okay. thought of that?
1: No. No, me neither. I'd be dead. It I makes
0: guess. sense. I, I I get what I get the point
1: here. I mean, it's clever. Well, I, I didn't understand the 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 uh, getting it around the U bend of the toilet pipe giving you unlimited air i didn't really i i wasn't following he's like simple physics and i like and i'm like well i guess i'm a fucking idiot because i don't really understand how that works but now my uh, thought is is that it's a little bit like a diving bell where just the 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 pressure keeps everything constant like maybe that could be so it it doesn't push down on the water that's already in the toilet but anyway i would not have thought of that i'm a moron i guess i didn't go to cambridge oxford or i wouldn't have thought of it either
2: yeah by the way is that
1: I would love. Here's another question I want to put to the internet. Is that a funny joke? I don't get it because I don't know anything about these places. Well, isn't um, isn't St. Andrews Scottish? Yeah, I thought it was a golf course though. So that's it shows what I thought. What, <laughs> shows what I know. I don't know if that was the joke or it's. It was a well-delivered joke. It seemed like it should be funny, but I didn't. I was like, I don't get it though. So I don't know. Maybe it's not funny. Maybe it is. I don't know the foggiest, But I want. I want clarification on that as well. Well. Me too. Um, so
0: and of course we you know we always we got the bullies here, right? Because mm-hmm. Exy's gonna figure out I'm gonna break this because it's two-way glass, right? And then if, and and Merlin's gonna be like, good job on the two-way glass thing. Mm-hmm. And then this one guy goes, I've already seen a lot of that. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what are we doing here?
1: Yeah, apparently he apparently he's trying to get into the Kingsman with Cobra Kai. So Yeah, exactly. Like, come on with the bullies here. And like, they almost all just die drowning to death. And he, this guy has like a shitty quip ready to go. Yeah, exactly. Like, as, lo- as long as it's dunking on somebody, he's always got it ready. It doesn't matter <laughs> if he's on fire. He'll just pop up and be like, you seen a lot of it, huh? And, and then he'd be like, I'm on fire, right? <laughs> um. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: Now, now we're gonna cut over to Colin Firth questioning Mark Hamill, right? Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. and then his head ex- explodes. Mm-hmm. And Colin Firth is like, "Wow, what the fuck just happened?" Mm-hmm. Um, As he happens,
1: that's what I say every time someone's head explodes in my presence.
0: Yeah, and he's gonna and end I didn't explode, unconscious.
1: Yeah, but it's, like, that's a serious explosion. No wonder Mark Hamill's head was 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 done for.
0: What? Well,
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's some I, sort of gas or something, right? No,
0: no. It was not the head explosion that did it. It was when he threw the grenade back. Grenade. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Which, by the way, grenade just whimpers when it's guys covering it. Mm-hmm. But now he throws the grenade and it's fucking gigantic explosion.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, movie movie explosions again. I was kind of sad to see Mark Hamill go. I was kind of enjoying him. I know. I was like, why
0: Why didn't we get more Mark Hamill? Like, I get that he mm-hmm. was Luke Skywalker, but what the hell?
1: Well, if you like um you know, if you're a fan of voice acting, he's I know, he loves voice roles. acting. Yeah. Yeah. So, um Batman the animated series, you're all set.
0: Listen to listen to him be Joker among mm-hmm. others.
1: Yeah, and it's a lot of people's like definitive Joker. Not just Joker voice, but Joker. Like in their heads Joker walks around the real world, but he's animated like The Mask.
0: So then we're going to cut over to uh Samuel L. Jackson who's going to be like you know fuck that guy he made me kill Professor Arnold.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not even that inaccurate um but I'm like i'm pretty sure he didn't make you do that uh, i know like you didn't have to ex- in, uh, in, what's the word um implant like the explosives into yeah. people's heads like that was that was you
0: also i don't well i and i guess they don't know right that uh That their head is exploding
1: Mm
0: -hmm. That he's put that in there but like do you think not only only do they have to agree to the idea that they're going to like lay waste to humanity um but they also have to agree to the idea that they're going to have something implanted in their neck
1: yeah it's like it's like it's a minimally invasive surgery but they're still implanting something in your neck yeah
0: now they're going to say, okay, we're going back to training here, and they're going to be like, okay, you got to pick a dog. This dog's going to be with you the whole time. Mm. Um, (laughs) I know you don't even want to talk about it.
1: Um, And of course... I I assume that was the direction they were going in as soon as they introduced the dogs. That's the plot of um, the Unsullied in Song of Ice and Fire series that they... That's how they knock the last remaining bit of humanity out of them when they're training them. So I was like, oh, it's probably going to be, you know, they're going to get all attached to this dog and then have to kill it. And if... That actually occurs. I'm turning the movie off. That's what I decided all at once in that scene. <laughs> Although I liked, I liked Eggsy picking the pug. I know. I thought that was hilarious. Also, that he thought it was a bulldog. He thought it was. It's a bulldog, isn't it? It's... It'll get. It'll get bigger. And she's like, nah. She um, looks at him with like that little "aw." Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny how all of them were like sporting dogs except for the pug. I know. There was there was the standard poodle, which Roxy's right. It's a. It's a actually a. A great hunting breed but uh and then they were like you know there's a lab and like a you know a, a, you know a pointer or something and one pug which which eggs ends up with it's what i would have picked but um yeah
0: you know. oh yeah i would have picked the pug too that's <laughs> adorable yeah i love pugs. they're just they're cute as hell um but so now we're you know they're gonna go running and they're like i he's like i'm not supposed to pick you up and he points his gun at it
1: and, and yeah. then he and then he puts the pug in his shirt. I mean, that was just mm. adorable. Mm. It was. It was actually making me like Eggsy. Not that I said that like I hate Eggsy. By the way, it's actually making me like. No, it was. It was actually an effective uh, bit of character stuff. And uh, what was with the jumpsuits that they're wearing? They're wearing like houndstooth jumpsuits. I don't. It's, I know. <laughs> is this something people weird. wear? I don't. Again, I don't understand English upper crust shit. Is that is that common? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so now they're we're like gonna. like janitors get... and garbage men wear like they're like regular jumpsuits but you know it's like lovely patterns and stuff it's like argyle jumpsuit when you go to prison instead of orange i don't know anyway i think it's hemmingbone <laughs> let me put on my my fair aisle jumpsuit
0: <laughs> so now we're gonna head back to the um the you know the where they're sleeping right mm-hmm. the <laughs>
1: where they're sleeping <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like a room. And,
1: it's got beds. I don't know what it, what you call it exactly, but I don't
0: know what the technical term is for it. And then these assholes douse Eggsy and his little pug puppy
1: yeah. with
0: mm. water. Yeah, and I love that Eggsy was more concerned about the dog. Yeah, you know? again, just like, actually, what the hell? sweet.
1: Yeah, we've already seen that he is a uh, you know he's kind to the little the little half brother I presume that nobody else in that apartment seems to care about, and he's kind to the <laughs> dog. I like it. Um,
0: so now, now we're going to continue with the training and it's nighttime and he's like shooting a sniper rifle. Yeah. And his spotter is the guy who's like, I can't believe you're still here. It was ridiculous. Blah, 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 blah.
1: Yeah. Talking shit while they're doing this.
0: Yeah. It's like, what? This guy's such an asshole. Mm -hmm. And then, um, gee, this seems very dangerous to shoot live rounds at a balloon above somebody's head.
1: Yeah, which I don't know if like I don't know it's this the the specifics of this test weren't exactly laid out for us because it just we jumped to it and they're doing it. Um, Did she Roxy's even know?
0: Terrified, <laughs> like you see her jump like crazy when the balloon pops. Yeah,
1: well, then again, you know, it's not surprising to jump when a, when you hear a gunshot, but at the same time, like it almost or the balloon pop even. But at the same time, I wonder if she even knew because this again <laughs> wasn't really delineated at all. But uh. Okay, the scene felt a little out of nowhere, but it wasn't bad. So,
0: yeah, and then now we're going to cut over to uh, Valentine recruiting more people, this time the prime minister of Sweden and the princess. Mm -hmm. But the princess isn't going to go for it because she's a rational fucking human. Mm -hmm. Um, And the prime minister's like, Yes, I love this idea. I'm so sick (laughs) of having so many people. Um, (laughs) Of course, we don't know that that's what the, you know, at this point, we don't know that that's what they're agreeing to the princess like yeah you can leave princess and then you know her two guards can't handle gazelle and her yeah. you know knife legs mm-hmm. sometimes Gazelle was a little annoying to me like she's she's almost too good
1: yeah because not only does she have knife legs but like she's the best martial artist in the world or something and she's like beating up guys with guns or slicing their hands off and stuff it's I yeah know, it's not totally believable especially we don't know anything about now I, I, this is like a bond movie thing where you, where the villain has the henchman who's just amazingly good like odd job and jaws so but at the same right. time like I get it Matthew Vaughn um, but like at the same time this like you're presenting this as though it's the real world and then you're giving us these spy stereotypes right and I'm not sure that works because bond never presents itself like it's actually our world.
0: That's it's, true, but then Bond also got more serious. With Bond
1: the, got more serious, you know, which I, I, right. I, don't, I don't know, maybe I'm not totally suited to this movie because I really love the serious tone spy movies took. Whatever. I actually do too.
0: <laughs> and I think the box office success of these movies would lend itself to, you know, to mm-hmm. agree with us. But um, mm. that is to say, I like a fun one too. Like I, I same. You know, so. But here um, they
1: mention the silliness of Bond movies and then the real world is also silly? They wouldn't have considered it silly if those are things that happen in the real world that's an interesting point but interesting it's not point. it's not like a movie breaking thing it just made me like go "Huh."
0: yeah well i didn't even think about that though that's a good point
1: um so
0: <laughs> now he's still in training but he's gonna get to watch like he's like no I'll let him stay here because they're gonna look at the uh the video of what happened to to galahad right mm-hmm. to colin firth um you know galahad's like no I'll let him stay here you know, mm. help him learn and then and then we're watching and and Exy goes oh that is rank harry you know <laughs> you yeah. blew up his head guys like, i didn't do that but he doesn't even really <laughs> say anything he's just like hey go back you see that scar yeah yeah there it is or or no uh galahad doesn't do it um merlin shows him mm-hmm. scar So now we're going to move on because Valentine's going to be like, um, you know, they don't know what he's done, right? And Mm
2: -hmm. Eggsy
0: apparently has been able to keep up with current events while he's in basic here. Mm -hmm. Um, He's like, look, this is what he did. He's awesome. He's so smart. And I was like, is it really that smart to just give everyone free stuff? Mm Because it seems like, you know, it's nice. (laughs) Although not really, but – And then Galad's gonna stop and he's gonna zoom in and he's like, Look, his assistant has the same scar. I'm like, How the fuck did he see that scar?
2: Yeah.
1: And also, here's, I'm sorry, his assistant has the same scar. We're not mentioning, (laughs) I was gonna say, we're not mentioning her blade legs, but whatever. (laughs) We're just zooming in on the scar. That's fine. And I I know the blade legs didn't necessarily mean anything (laughs) to them, but I feel like it might also, hey, also, did you notice her weird blade leg? That's weird. But anyway.
0: <laughs> oh, well, okay. So on top of that, like he notices that scar from a mile away, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Um, can't spot a grenade, Dick.
1: You know. Yep. So, <laughs> well, he's learned a lot in the last seventeen years. That's true. That's true. He checks. He checks everybody for grenades now. If you know what I mean. The first <laughs> thing he does when he meets you. Hey, is man. that a glen- grenade? Clitoris, I see there. <laughs> is that a grenade in your pants, or are you just happy to see hey, it?
0: Oh, something's gonna blow up. <laughs>
1: Anyway, Um, So, yeah, they're trying. Colin Firth. And... They're, oh, they're trying. <laughs> right. Anywho.
2: Um,
0: so, all right. So now, now they're going to go to another test, right? We're, this is the parachute test that we were talking about earlier. I always find it annoying in movies when they do the whole someone jumps out of the plane way after, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm like, The plane is assumed, you know, it's probably flying at at least like 100 miles an hour, right? Mm -hmm. So if you wait to jump out, you're not going to catch up to the people that are way behind you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're going to be way in front of them. Yeah. Like you just, you you would, you would, you can't like swim through the air to them, (laughs) you know? Well, apparently you can because I just saw it happen. I always find that so frustrating when they do that in movies like, oh, they're waiting. Oh, look, here she comes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Not not like a few miles away, just right there. She waited an extra, you know, 20 minutes, but she, she got here.
2: Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. sorry.
0: So um, I will say, though, that part aside, this scene is is sort of gripping.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, you know, like edge, edge of your seat type gripping.
1: No, yeah, it was pretty good. I, uh, I, you know, it's a little like the one girl has to be one that's afraid of heights, but they were just giving her a character arc, so fine. So,
0: well, what I what I thought was, I mean, I just thought it was cool. They both end up landing directly in the uh, circle there, mm. the target. I was like, okay. I mean, that's a small target to hit. That they hit exactly dead on. Kind of, mm-hmm. kind of wild. Um, <laughs> and then we're going to get to the point that you were talking about earlier. This guy's acting like Exy shouldn't have been upset. Like get that chip off your shoulder, you know, or, mm-hmm. you know in a Scottish accent, or whatever that I just chip
1: did. Off your shoulder, slather.
0: There you go. <laughs> get that chip off your your shoulder. Yeah. um shouldn't have been upset thinking that he was the expendable one you know like
1: i would have been upset too mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, like no yeah. Yeah. yeah it seems to make sense to me like sorry i believed you when you said something yeah right? my, my bad <laughs> like you let someone die in the first test so yep. and, and and i mean merlin's acting like you know i wouldn't let anyone die and it's like well i don't fucking know that actually that's right because you did already let someone
0: die also on the yeah. first day you said i'll fucking kill you yeah and, and your you next in this body kin. bag, yeah, and your next of kin.
1: you and so, your mother, so yeah. yeah,
0: right. So now we're going to cut back to uh, to Valentine here because um, Colin Firth is going to show up and be like, Hey, I'm a rich donor guy, mm-hmm. but in reality, they're both fooling each other, trying mm-hmm. to fool you know, they already know about each other, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh. I guess this is a billionaire thing to give people McDonald's.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Is it? Because I know what it's happens. Like a, a wannabe billionaire later. thing, yeah. at least. I don't know, but it was kind of an odd scene to me.
0: Congratulations on your uh, winning of a championship. Here's some Burger King.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. And
0: then you now we're going to have some meta conversation about spy movies. They're mm. all a little serious for my taste. Yeah. I thought it was kind of fun that they put that in there, you know.
1: Yeah, it was it was cute and I liked the interaction between Jackson and Firth. Yeah, I did too. It was because they both it was both like it was like the I know you're saying more than you're saying, but I'm saying more than I'm saying too. I know. It's, it was it was interesting.
2: <laughs> well,
0: did uh did you like the end when he was like thank you for such a happy meal?
1: Uh no. <laughs> I really liked that. You liked that?
0: you know you love to do puns but you seem to not like them very much when other people do them
1: i you know it's because mine are good
2: (laughs) okay
1: those are not good that was fine it was just it's a bit on the nose don't you feel And by the way, I wanted to mention this before. Matthew Vaughn, uh, I think one of his first movies, Lair Cake with Daniel Craig, which is a big reason, part of the reason why Daniel Craig got nominated, uh, not nominated, he didn't get nominated to be James Bond. Yeah, uh, it's a big reason he got cast as James Bond.
0: And what was the name of the movie? Lair Cake. Lair Cake? Yep. Like a- L-A-Y-E-R?
1: Mm-hmm. Cake? hmm Like c yeah, don't know it yeah no oh, it's
0: oh cake like like you eat it yeah not like an
1: ass <laughs> although you eat that too hey okay now <laughs> this is so many more references to that than i ever would have imagined on our podcast but <laughs> okay uh, okay play. yep um speaking
0: of asses um do you think that sam jackson grabbing her ass the, the blade leg lady <laughs> You think that was an ad lib? Uh I don't know. I think it was. I, <laughs> I think he not. just grabbed it and was like it was like we're we're together now. This is the rest <laughs> of this movie. <laughs> okay.
1: I've just decided our our characters are dating because I wanted to grab your ass. Exactly. That's
0: a, I mean that's what I would do if I was him.
1: Mm-hmm. Um
0: so now we're gonna go to some more training and uh they get roofied.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, the training was, was interesting because their task is to all three of them are going to try to seduce this woman. It's like, okay.
0: <laughs> she was getting a lot of attention.
1: It's an inappropriate task, but all right. I guess murdering people is also not good, so.
0: Well, better than seduction. Mm-hmm. And I, I couldn't remember. I'm like, wait, is the Rohypnol part of training? And, was, and then when we saw them on the show, tr- I was like, oh, yeah, that's right, it is. Mm. Um so, you know, Eggsy doesn't give anybody up, willing to let himself die. And then, you know, he's like, how'd the others do? And he's like, for it. is like, Roxy passed with flying colors. Charlie's up next, you want to watch? And then he's still tied to the tracks. He's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> I don't know why, but the the way he said it made me laugh.
1: Like, yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would have liked it if they left him tied up on the tracks watching also charlie on the tracks who by the way i didn't I, is i did just learned his name was charlie like this second
2: and I was I know, like, Wait, well, which
1: which bully I, guy was he i can't remember they were all just bullies
0: he was the main bully guy he, he was the, the main one, bully like, oh he you're a saint nice andrew's guy. fellow
1: Hmm. Is nice guy i don't think so i thought he was kind of mean no i thought he was nice i thought he was mean
0: well i thought he was nice i thought he was mean so, I actually thought he was mean. <laughs> I thought he was nice, though. So, let's <laughs> well, no, not do any more of that. That's a fun part for our listeners that we yeah. should definitely leave in. Anyhow, um, <laughs> <laughs> so now he's going to go, and of course, he's going to give everybody up because he's a piece of shit. And then, um, and Arthur is so upset about it, you know, uh,
2: yeah.
0: and he says, Untall yourself. <laughs> mm hmm. I'm like, what? Untie yourself. That's the trains usually come on this track.
1: Like, is this? Yeah, a, like, because that seems dangerous. I think it would have made a lot more sense for it to be a fake train, like not actually a train, just something that seems like a train. Because then they wouldn't have had to go ahead and build this really stupid track technology thing, um, like that lowers them down and replaces the track way quick. Uh would have been safer, because there's no train to hit them. And also, it would have made sense that they could leave them tied there, because it's just a track. Like, there's no train game ever coming. So anyway. <laughs> I'm with you. Um, and also, so, like, why? Michael Caine is too upset at these people when they fail. <laughs> really? I know. It's really only this and um Well, that's because that was his choice, though. Oh, okay. Well, still a little overboard Michael Caine's character. Was King Arthur this overboard always? You, you disgust yes. me. I can't do Michael Caine's accent. <laughs> boy. Kings boy, of yeah. New England. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, point is, is that he's a little overboard. And I, well, and then again, it was also overboard how, how willing Charlie was to give everybody up. They're like, we'll untie you if you tell us. And he's like, yes, yeah, I'll tell you. Anything you want.
0: I kind of bought it. He seemed like the type of guy that would throughout the oh, movie. I'm I not think. sure how
1: he got to this point if he's that sniveling, but that's okay.
0: Um, so now we're gonna go to Galahad's office, and he's got like all these headlines up. We've already seen this, but um, now they're actually talking about it, you mm-hmm. know. And he's like, This is the headline when I did this, and this headline when I did that. And I actually kind of liked this, you know, being like, Nothing you do is gonna be celebrated, like, mm-hmm. it's not news, nobody's ever gonna know. The other part I liked was that right behind Eggsy's head after he sits down is a
1: headline that said, Bitches be crazy. I didn't catch that. But uh but I mean it's right bitches do be crazy. So there there is that. Um I would have liked it if they had not gone with this frivolous celebrity headlines because I didn't really care for that bit of like you chose a bunch of newspapers that publish like celebrity bullshit. And that's not great, but like I'm pretty sure the main newspapers in Britain did not cover bitches be crazy <laughs> on the day you fucking did whatever. And it would have been actually a better point if it had been like, oh, look, this news about the Prime Minister is what they reported. Yeah, it's, that's news and everything, but my thing wasn't. That just goes yeah. to show you how, my, how much my thing was not news. Because like, I
0: agree with you on that.
1: Because, like, also, apparently the stuff with the Queen and the Prime Minister and everything also wasn't news on the, any of these days. <laughs> because Bitches Be Crazy was. <laughs> well, um,
0: I actually, I thought the same thing. You know why why isn't it the london times or something
1: yeah whatever i don't know what they have newspapers over there i got (laughs) nothing.
0: do they have newspapers over there do they know that the printing press is a thing
1: i don't Um, think they do they certainly don't seem like they do the way they talk
0: but but, uh galahad is going to have a nice line here true nobility is being superior to one's former self
1: you see this is my my conflicts about this this aspect of the movie are just continuing to grow because that was a great part yeah. Because Eggsy is talking about you know, just being snobbish again, and he's explaining, and he says that line, which is a Hemingway line, which is you know, Hemingway was not exactly Kingsman type like upper crust aristocracy, right? Um, and I liked it. I was like, "What a beauty!" I didn't never heard that quote. I love it. Beautiful quote. Great sentiment. So, I was. It had got me on its side a little bit at that point.
0: Okay, you made it sound like it was a bad thing, but you're oh like, no, yeah, I agree with you. It was a good line. <laughs> that was great it was just funny because i was like this is a good line you're like see this is the part where it's like god damn it <laughs> like oh he didn't like that line no, like
2: I'll,
1: i really uh, like
0: that line for I... that son of a bitch." <laughs>
1: <laughs> well i'll explain it in a in when we get to the rank okay because and then in like two seconds i was annoyed so that's well, what i yeah, was talking about
0: now it's incredibly messed up they're gonna make him shoot the dog
1: yep so well, anyway
0: um and then, and then
1: Arthur's gonna be like, "I knew you couldn't make it." I'm like, what a dick! Yeah, being fucking mean again. And like, yeah. how come, how come Eggsy was had to do it in front of Arthur, and uh, Roxy had to do it in front of Merlin? Like, this was not even. I don't know.
0: Yeah, that's a good. That's a fair point.
1: Because they bring Eggsy in and sit him down in the fucking poshly appointed lounge with like the fire and the cognac. And he's like, uh, uh, shoot your dog, please. And uh, Merlin just walked up to her in a hallway and was like, hey, shoot the dog. So I'm not saying which one's easier. It's just weird that they didn't like have diff- different, the same situation.
0: Yeah. Why didn't she have to do it in front of Arthur?
1: Mm-hmm. So anyway,
0: that's a good point. Um,
1: but but Eggsy won't shoot this the dog. Is,
0: I just, I just because he's a fucking human yeah um (laughs) now I have to let everybody know this is the part of the movie where Zach texted me and was like she better not have shot the poodle Mm. and I having not seen it in years was like what the fuck is he talking about
1: (laughs) is that a euphemism you shot the poodle you really (laughs) shot the poodle on that one
0: (laughs) and then you're like Roxy and i'm like i don't know who roxy is either <laughs>
1: i you probably had assumed i had already watched it at this point, that's, so. that's exactly what i assumed usually i'm the one who's like lagging watching the movie last minute but uh <laughs> apparently i watched it before you did because i wasn't gonna wake up early and watch it today unlike you
0: <laughs> well and then we get colin firth who's like now he's mad at Exy too and he's yeah. like you gave up the best opportunity of your lifetime over a fucking dog and i'm like yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, like yes, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have shot the dog either. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, what does this movie tr- want with us? <laughs> you know, like, am I supposed to think this is the good thing? And also, by then, uh, we'll talk about it later. Why, well, yeah, think, but, yeah, Eggsy? Why didn't you shoot it? Like, well, I really
0: do think that Colin Firth's point is just like you should have known by now that we wouldn't make you kill a fucking dog. So I think that's really where they're trying to go here, but I could be wrong. Um, but we're gonna go to his bathroom now. We're gonna see his stuffed dog that hangs over his toilet. So yeah, which is and then which what, is weird. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's got butterflies all over his fucking bathroom. Mm-hmm. So like he's a secret entomologist, apparently. Yeah, he's a leopard Yeah, exactly.
1: Ooh, a leopard <laughs> It's a. Uh, it's just like in the scene in um Biodome. Where the one guy is explaining about leopard apt Dira, and uh, Stephen Baldwin's character says, "Didn't their drummer lose an arm?" Because he's thinking of deaf (laughs) leopards. So, well, you get to
0: mention biodome in a in a (laughs) in a rank episode. It's a it's a good day.
2: Oh yeah, Um, I try
0: to. I've been trying to fit it in forever, and it just never quite got there. (laughs) That's what she said. Um, So
1: anyway, (laughs) you got me with that one though. That's what she's what
0: so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so now we're gonna head over to this to this church. So Colin is going to be like, I'm gonna go there, and we're listening to this you know preacher preach at the pulpit here. So, yeah, so hey, anyway, oh, Westboro yeah. Baptist Church, yeah, um, Westboro. That's what it is.
1: This part of the movie kind of confused me. I didn't really understand why the church was necessary exactly.
0: Well, he wanted to test out. Killing everybody on this church at the at the mm-hmm. Westboro Baptist Church because they're abhorrent people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That was my guess. Like, well, yeah, but he
1: doesn't die. He he doesn't mind if everybody dies, so he could test it out anywhere. That's true. Yeah, that's true. So um, it's fine. It's it's not a bad place to do it. It's just felt out of nowhere. Um. So anyway, now we're going to see everybody
0: kind of go off and hundred hundred percent effective. Mm-hmm everybody's going to start trying to kill each other. And uh I cannot believe how effective Colin Firth is a, is a, is as an action star in this.
1: It's weird, right? Like he's one of the last people I would have imagined, but this he's scene is some more. ass. Yeah. yeah, even more so than the bar scene. It's like, okay, already then.
0: I mean, wow.
1: Mm-hmm. He, like really
0: went all out for this scene um i mean he sticks a knife into somebody's eye and then takes it out and sticks it into the top of somebody's head yeah that's not very sanitary either but no i know it's just (laughs) infections everywhere um there's like i mean there's so much happening in the scene it's hard to even describe but i will say yeah yeah but i will say that the hair catching on fire was kind of silly
1: yeah very fake probably
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's okay though and now he's fighting with a knife in his back. You know, mm. like yeah. somebody stabbed him in the back and he just keeps going. Then he does an axe to the neck of this one lady. And, and at the end, he sticks a spike through the preacher's head. <laughs> I just will you, say one... Oh, go
1: ahead. Just searching around the room for anything sharp he can stick in somewhere.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's right.
1: Um, yeah, I so, know. I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's, uh, I will say... If
0: nothing else, this movie is definitely creative in its deaths. Mm-hmm. And and we're seeing like, you know, Sam, Sam Jackson this whole time is like, I can't watch this. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. it's so interesting that he's like, ah, genocide's fine. I just mm-hmm. don't want to watch.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is kind of a fun, you know, it's different when you're involved. And then has he killed the person yet? Who, no, Colin is. Firth. No, uh, he kills someone later than he's like, or earlier. I can't remember. And he's like, "Ah, I'm all upset now." And they're like, "You kill lots of people." And he's like, "Well, I don't." That's do it.
0: Colin Firth. He shoots Colin Firth in this right after this scene is over. Right after the scene, right. right. And he shoots him in the head, and and then he's like, "Oh, I don't feel good." And she's like, "But you kill thousands of people." He's like, "I didn't kill anybody. They killed mm-hmm. each
1: other." Mm-hmm. And it was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, that's some good like cognitive dissonance you got going there. But all right, um. Anyway, but so we're gonna cut back to Eggsy
0: and uh the the headline over his shoulder is Brad Pitt ate my sandwich.
1: <laughs> Didn't see that either. <laughs> Maybe that's the bitches that were crazy specifically.
0: Exactly. Well
1: was, Brad, Brad Pitt ate my sandwich, semicolon. Bitches be crazy.
0: So now now eggsy's gonna go meet with Arthur.
1: Right. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. I don't like the twist that Arthur is in on it. I don't, it, it was
1: like, okay, like,
0: it was unnecessary, But it was know? unnecessary, yeah. Like, I just, I don't buy this argument that would have convinced Arthur, much less anybody else. And mm-hmm. it's also just like, I don't know, couldn't we have just, well, we'll get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I did find it very interesting that he goes to a full Cockney accent mm-hmm. when he's dying. Mm-hmm. Um, showing that he's he was covering up for his upbringing, like he was embarrassed by it. Maybe
2: yeah. he definitely wasn't
0: living by the gentleman's code. That's for sure.
2: Yep. I think
1: that's supposed to be a good thing. I'm not 100 percent positive it comes out that way, but I can be convinced on this on this matter, and we'll talk about it later.
0: Well, so now we're going to go to uh, to Valentine's lair, which is in mm-hmm. a
1: mountain. Which yeah, is kind of well, yeah. perfect for us. yeah. Movie. I thought it was really cool looking actually
0: i i thought it was awesome um and then so we're seeing i you know he's not really leaving that many people behind he's got a few people partying yeah like it's kind of fucked up that you're all having a party by the way
1: Mm -hmm. um that's the thing they'd all be willing to have this party like do they know that all these people are dying because you would assume that some of these people are are related to you you know like i didn't see any kids up in there hmm um i feel the same way so uh yeah i don't know um and like how many people could this really be leaving like you said earlier with the
0: yeah we how are they going to repopulate the world yeah. with all the wrinkly balls and dusty ovaries you know <laughs> anyway this the, and then the runway into the mountain by the way doesn't leave much room for error Mm-mm. and i was like where are the other planes then you know it goes down so i'm like yeah. oh i see But, uh, but yeah, when uh, when Eggsy gets off and he's like, "I'm Chester Kington, whatever Mm -hmm. his fucking name was," um, I like that he's like, "You've just moved up from being my pilot to my valet, Mm -hmm. my valet, I should say." And uh, I like that under his breath,
1: uh, Merlin goes cheeky. (laughs) (laughs) I did too. I I was I was little. I thought that that was gonna like give them away but it absolutely doesn't <laughs> like they kind of they're kind of not really giving it away until they give away themselves right so that was uh, oh well we forgot that uh um lancelot oh yeah the Meaning new Lancelot roxy. roxy is uh i'm glad gonna go, they go get... into
0: the atmosphere
1: she's going into the atmosphere with the balloons <laughs> yeah <laughs> to shoot to shoot a satellite I question this plan, but I'm also not the logistics guy. <laughs> so
2: question this plan.
1: <laughs> like I get they have to shoot the satellite, so you gotta get up into space. And what's the best way to get into space? Balloons. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wasn't really that mad. And how fun fa- like why'd they pick her? They should have had eggs to do that. They know she's afraid of heights. It's a good point you make. I will say though that um...
0: Lancelot is like known as the brave, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so the point of her being Lancelot is she over she's brave and that she overcomes her fear. Oh, I guess so.
1: Is, um, <laughs> I'm just thinking of Lancelot the Brave, the, the yeah, in Holy Grail. Holy Grail, yeah. Yep. <laughs> He's just running around murdering everybody. Murdering, ah! yeah,
0: killing everybody.
2: Ah, ah!
1: <laughs> and then I love the part Stop of, I'm killing sorry. people. Yeah. Um Afterward, he's like on his way out. He's like, "Sorry, excuse me." And they're all tiny, like moaning all around. Him. <laughs> um, what was Galahad? I can't remember. I know Gowan was uh, was the pure, and that was Michael. Michael, wait, no, Cohen Galahad the, was the pure. Was Galahad the pure? Yeah, he was
0: Galahad
1: in the, the, the pure, right? The yeah, the the uh, yeah, the, the castle pure. full of virgins or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know i'm sorry i know well, this is, we're turning like okay but is this the most 40 year old white guy thing ever we're just recounting monty <laughs> python stuff <laughs> and then remember the part sir not appearing in this film remember that that was funny
0: well galahad so the reason eggsy is galahad you know so he's pure and that his humanity stays intact that's what mm-hmm. he doesn't shoot the dog yeah i'm on board so well now he's gonna have to, to fit in right Marlon mm-hmm. tells me got to fit in, so he asks for a martini, and he's like, tells him shaking for ten seconds, and you know this, and while glancing at an unopened bottle of vermouth.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I think that's a Churchill quote, by the way, or at least attributed. One of those things is attributed. Oh, to really? Churchill. Okay, um, I like it. So, really, all he's asking for is gin, <laughs> right? So, because all a martini is is gin and vermouth and an olive. So he's asking for gin and an olive, which is fine. <laughs> so and by the by the way i love that he i do love the specification obviously gin not vodka because
0: right <laughs> well so now we're you know he's gonna basically he's gonna get out right he, mm-hmm. he gets discovered mm-hmm. after he lets uh merlin into the system mm-hmm. and he's you know they're gonna leave um so he's he's fighting his way the action he's gripping i will say I was like, wow, edge of my seat. He's mm-hmm. getting through this. Um, o- a little bit long, though. Like, I, how many I corridors thought- did this thing have?
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's all just narrow corridors, um, including he goes through the one wherever all the people who wouldn't cooperate are. Why does, why does Samuel Jackson need the Princess of Sweden, though? Why is she important?
0: That's a good point.
1: Um, I'm assuming for babies... <laughs> this might be it um because like i know they mentioned she's popular and like you know the people like her a lot and so she has a lot of sway but, but you're going to kill gonna be, all the people yeah the yeah. people are going to be dead so that doesn't matter so anyway but that doesn't matter whatever he goes through that corridor and they're shouting and everything so it sucks it sucks for them
0: right so you know and then he's gonna he's runs past he gets to the plane he gets in who i made it and he's like uh and roxy's shot the uh the satellite, the satellite.
1: Um, Despite one know, of her balloons popping. Yep. From the lack of an atmosphere anymore.
0: So, so now he's going to be like, <laughs> Merlin's like, oh, actually, he's going to get another satellite. So you're going to have to go back in. <laughs> so that was and I, Yeah. And he's like, are you taking the fucking piss? Uh-huh. <laughs> I love it. I don't know what it is about that line when Cockney guys say it, but piss mm. taking the fucking piss or whatever.
1: I just, I love it it doesn't work in any other accent no just that one taking because if i say are you taking the piss that's nobody cares
0: yeah where where <laughs> are you taking my piss I mean, that's just... no place um so then you know he's like well give me the gun and he's like no this is my gun and then he's like oh he's like takes him to the back of the plane he's like all right pick your weapon and then he picks an umbrella and he's like that's a good choice i'm like no that's not a fucking good choice why not <laughs> i thought it was fun Well, okay, it's fun, but it's not a good... Okay, you can have, (laughs) you know, an automatic weapon, or you can Mm -hmm. have a fucking
1: umbrella that has, like, a shot in it. Well, what I'll say is that later we find out that it has bulletproof, to to an extent, bullet-resistant capabilities, and also it's got, like, a weird display that I don't really know that I understand. Yeah, and that's neat.
2: (laughs) But wouldn't (laughs) it be better
0: if he just had, like, like a, a fucking... A fire like a an automatic weapon that also had like a grenade launcher attached to it.
1: Yeah. Probably just shoot everyone. But um so by the way, I went to the Rambo wouldn't have taken the fucking umbrella, that's for sure. Although that is a hilarious image. (laughs) Not just Sylvester (laughs) Sloan in general, but Rambo (laughs) in his Rambo outfit with the headband and the everything. And he's just
2: umbrella, bang.
1: Um, as soon as you said, Well, that is an
0: hilarious image, I was like, Oh wow, it immediately conjured into my brain and I was like, Fantastic.
1: I I I think we need to get Sylvester Sloan on the line. <laughs> I have an idea. <laughs> um, by the way, I went to the website for the Kingsman line of bespoke wear, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, I made fun of it, but I fucking love it.
2: <laughs> if I, I had know, the money, really I, nice, right? I, I would have really it all.
1: Nice. And but they have an uh they have umbrellas. Um, I noticed that. Uh, I have to find it again. Uh, where is and the um, but they're like five hundred dollars per umbrella. So I'm not going to get any, but they are. And I don't know if they're bulletproof and have guns in them, but they are nice. What I thought
0: was interesting too here is he's so he's running back in. There's no bodies on the floor. Mm-hmm. They cleaned up fast, I guess.
1: <laughs> well, maybe he's got like a uh, you know that little robot that cleans up after them in Wally. Yeah. Maybe he's got that, and it's like obsessively cleaning up the dead bodies no. because he ate it. Yep. No. That's my um, that's my assumption. That just seems like it is probably the case.
0: And now they're gonna get stuck right um, mm-hmm. they got anti-aircraft missiles aiming at the plane and then they've got um exes like at the princess's door just like well we're fucked right mm-hmm. and then they come up with the idea well exe does actually where he's like hey the thing that uh they don't know is in their head can you use mm-hmm. that and then merlin's like oh fucking yeah i could quite the idea yeah and then he just blows everybody's fucking head off.
1: Everyone's head blows up.
0: <laughs> to music. I mean I think that's the
1: 1812 overture. I can't remember though. It is,
0: yeah. And it's so, fantastic.
1: So yeah, and they do <laughs> it's can I respond to this scene by going? I actually kind of liked the The visuals to an extent because they don't show people's heads blowing up for the most part. They show it as like colorful confetti explosions. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, It kind of worked for me for like a minute and then it didn't and then it worked again and then it didn't. So I'm conflicted. So I'm saying,
0: (laughs) I I thought it was so funny.
1: And also, like, it's very bad that Samuel L. Jackson wants to kill all the people on Earth except for these guys. But killing all of these guys is also not great.
0: It's also not great. Although they were all on board for this genocide, it's, so it's it better.
1: Feels okay. They don't necessarily also, deserve. To, like, yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, like, the, how many countries don't have leaders now? Because everybody apparently in the United States cap- presidential cabinet exploded heads. Like, why did I did well, not the, think I would see the princess Obama of Sweden it, so. was about to become the queen? Right. I guess, but I don't think that they still rule with iron fists i think that they're mostly <laughs> ceremonial i don't know so like what would happen did they have the one guy from the cabinet like the secretary of fuckery who like it has to be in the other room in case everybody dies right do we have protocols and
0: it's always the secretary of fuckery that's that's the one <laughs> every
1: time it's always some idiot um
0: well the thing that i didn't get is like why does he still go through with the pot with the plan
1: here yeah just all of in, his I repopulation guess. people are dead that's better than the, the earth survive then
0: i guess that's what his thing is he's like well, fuck it let's kill humanity then yep. they deserve it
1: and then what you know no, yeah. i don't necessarily
0: disagree with him on that
1: but well it's funny because <laughs> up... oh never mind this is all rank stuff so let's just move on
0: <laughs> all right well um so so now the uh the princess here is going to be like, What do you, you know, like, what's going on? And he's like, I'm just trying to save stuff here. And she's like, If you save me, you know, you should save me. And he's like, Well, if I save you, you're going to do something for me. Can I give you, can I get a kiss from a princess or whatever? And then he says, Well, I'm going to go save the world. And she's like, Well, if you save the world, we can do it
1: in the asshole.
0: <laughs> okay. I don't know if you're gone or
1: what. So I wish I was gone. I wish I, I wished I was gone from the movie when that line was said. I uh, really, yeah. I'm gonna leave it at that. I'll just my my response to that is silence, and you're not even sure I'm here anymore. That's
0: I loved how Swedish she sounded when she said it.
1: She was amusingly Swedish. I enjoyed that as well. However, it sounded like a question. However, however, <laughs> the only way that this would have worked for me, the only fucking way, is if. At the end, he. why'd they stay in the fucking cell, by the way? They should have been like, let's go find someplace else to do this. Not in the cell I've been stuck in for how many months. But no, we're going to stay in the cell, apparently, and do the sexy. Um, well, look, it looked comfortable be, in there. Yeah, but like, would you want to stay in your gilded cage? Or would you want, like, let's get out of here in case it closes again? Or I wouldn't have offered to do it in the asshole thing, you know? Well, that's the only but way. But if I had been
0: offered that, I'd have been like, no, I want it now.
1: So the only way this would have worked is if it had turned out she meant him. <laughs> That's the only way the scene would have worked, and it's not what it turned out to be. It just turned out to be him winking at the fucking camera, practically. And yeah, I'm gonna go do it in the butt now. Like really, really, this is not only is this something you thought was a good idea to put in your movie, but you decided to end on it. That's the last note we get. Wow. This, this is this, and and in parting words, here.
0: Well, we're gonna head to the uh, to the final showdown here. After, after she offers her asshole uh, in
1: compensation, um, and that's that's so nice, isn't it? I think it's nice. Would you, if she was just like, we can have sex? Would that have been better? No. However, it's fine if she. That's what she wants, but offering it as a fucking carrot on a stick to the guy saving the world don't care for. It. I think she wanted it you don't think she wanted it she was
2: probably jonesing for
1: some yeah anyway you're right she wanted it anyway (laughs) you're right she wanted it i mean i don't think
0: that he would have done it if she didn't want it do you think so
1: i i wouldn't have been like all right now we have to do that because i saved the world i would have been like that was fun that we joked about that but maybe let's hang out or something rather than going immediately to anal sex how
0: is he able to block her legs?
1: Oh, I don't know. It didn't make any sense to me either.
0: It was just two times, right? And maybe, mm-hmm. it, I, I don't know. I just didn't really understand how it was possible. Yeah, anyway, this
1: thing slices right through skull, you know? Right. Well, like also slices butter.
0: Well, so like the, you know, I don't know if the premise here is to say, oh, the Kingsman suit mm-hmm. is really it's strong so and good. durable. Yeah. but like she sliced through another kingsman suit mm-hmm. yeah right through it <laughs> yeah
1: so like as through it as you can get <laughs> there's no more through than that but uh yeah and also it's like this we've seen how good like you thought it was unrealistic how good she was and how good she was at killing everybody right and then just no eggsy's fine though he's that good yeah have we actually seen him be that good at hand to hand i'm sure he's good i'm not saying he's not good but he ran away from the local bullies the local cockney like football hooligan bullies every time that was before his training though that was before his training and we saw him do like zero hand-to-hand combat training all we saw him do was jump out of planes and shoot things and and punch a wall punch a glass but he That's was good at him. all of it but he was good at all of it You're right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we can um, assume
1: he excelled at any hand-to-hand that might have been taught to him I did enjoy, though, that the way they killed Gazelle was
0: in a, like, a very spy way, and that he got her, just barely clipped her with the uh, the knife that has the neurotoxin on it.
1: Yeah. I love that a, a shoe knife isn't, isn't adequate. We have to have a neurotoxin on it. Does
2: <laughs> <Well, laughs> it, it have one it application?
1: Sense. Does it is it slimy when it comes out? I don't get it. Where's this? Where's the neurotoxin kept exactly? Is it just ever's a little on the blade part? Does it come off when you like you scuff your shoe? I've been very confused about this for a while. I tell did, you however, I'm stuck on the is it slimy when it comes out <laughs> question. <so>. Um, <laughs> uh, that's the sound effect. Um, I I did like we forgot to mention it, but back when Colin Firth is explaining all of that, he uh, mentions they used to have a phone in the heel. Yeah, so, that was cute. I like that too and i also like when bank i keep keep wanting to call him banksy when eggsy Eggsy asks what is something interesting about those phones he's like no they're just phones (laughs) phones are already useful so (laughs) it's nothing weird with that um (laughs) because shoes aren't useful apparently well um
0: so this is where I wrote, I mean, this is basically the Thanos motivation, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, so now he's like, you got to get his hand off the biometric scanner, which, by the way, this whole time, his mom is trying to kill his little his do- half-sister. His, his, yeah, exactly. Um, which is like, I f- boy, this poor little girl. I mean, even yeah. to just be in the scene mm-hmm. would be terrifying as an actress, as like a little girl. I, I, I'm hoping that, like, she wasn't cutting through the door actually in front of her.
2: Yeah.
1: Because I think that would be way too scary. Yeah. Hopefully they were separate. You know, it was different. They just stitched it together a little bit like they stitched the original Lancelot back together when.
2: Right. That was funny. I
1: was like, they didn't, I don't know that they had to go through that. And also, how'd they get the the thread to go through the bone? So (laughs) I I didn't. Because, like, apparently his spine must be cleaved (laughs) exactly in half. Like, and the spine isn't that wide. So it's not like a big. (laughs) like a big margin of error um so that's really quite impressive and not to mention the tailbone and not to mention i mean his private bits have also got to be exactly in half so well i on one... like, think the balls fell out that's what i was
0: literally just about to say <laughs> they just fell out we're like oh nothing holding us in now we're free <laughs>
1: <Totally>. <laughs> but anyway no uh what's his? um yeah so this ner- this this go crazy device um let's go crazy with the phone sim card apparently i thought it just made you like crazy and like if there happened to be other people around also who were crazy you were apt to fight one another because guess what crazy people do but like this apparently gives you like a deep-seated desire to find and kill anyone that you know may be around (laughs) right because I would have thought that she would go start to go crazy and she might like break things or whatever. But like she turns around and like very consciously knows that the daughter is in the bathroom. So I've got to get in there and kill her. Like, the, also, why does is it...
0: the daughter not affected?
1: Uh, I guess not. Um, they said it was a 100% like... ratio, whatever. But uh, I guess maybe not on kids. Maybe that's maybe he's like, well, not kids.
0: <laughs> I don't know how we he'd <laughs> well, avoid it. But... Well, so he's going to end up killing Valentine with Gazelle's leg, mm-hmm. which is kind of a fun little bit there. And <laughs> you know, it was. And then uh, you know he's going to fall out of the thing there. Eggsy's going to go back down to him, and he's like, "This is the part where you say some really bad pun." Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "Like you said to, to uh, Galahad, this ain't that kind of movie, bruv." And he says, "Perfect." That was kind of fun.
2: Actually, That was fun, actually, yeah.
1: Um, That's the thing, is I, I didn't like, you know, I wish that I just hated a lot of the end of this movie. And, instead, it had stuff I did like, and then stuff I was going, why?
0: Well, so now he's going to go back to her room, which she really liked. Um, and I did not remember that they showed her ass like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I was like, dang. Okay. <laughs> Yeah that's well, like yeah. quite like the shot to show in this movie. Just right to that. <laughs>
1: just immediately. It's funny, you know, Sarah didn't like that part either. Oh, okay. I I, I had thought that people just generally offer that. Just off because remember, there wasn't a negotiation or anything. She just goes right to it. So um I presume that she's into it. That's good. I, I would guess. think she's into it. I don't think it that feels makes like sense something... for her to offer that if she doesn't like it. It just seems under duress to me. It's not an offer that I would love to receive. I'd be like, okay, well, no, I'm gonna save the world anyway. You know what I mean? You don't need to offer that. But, however, I wouldn't have asked for the kiss either. So maybe I'm crazy. Yeah,
0: that's true. I didn't like that he uh, asked for the kiss. I'm like, why are you asking? Like, you know, you're not gonna save her, you
1: dick. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Exactly. So anyway, I didn't. I didn't
0: like that. Yeah, that's true. I wasn't thinking about the kiss part of it, um, because yeah, I didn't. I didn't like that he asked for it
1: yeah so anyway that's the movie huh
0: yeah what happened in the mid-credit scene by the way i forgot
1: yeah i loved that we have to wait through credits for not a nothing lot, though yeah not a lot. i liked I it. it
0: i said i really enjoyed the mid-credit scene i just don't remember what happened
1: at least at least it's at least the mid-credit scenes are the ones that are important nowadays because the final one is like the really stupid one if there is one
0: well what happened do you remember
1: it's eggsy walking in and uh killing Walking into his mom's
0: Oh, that's right. It's the fight's the scene. pub.
1: Yeah. yeah. And he and he kills the stepdad <laughs> or whatever. And in like he's exactly the he's, same ways.
0: Yeah. He says manners make it man and then yeah. hits him with the glass. I, I like that. I also like okay. that the other guys were like, uh, Dean, and he's like, Shut up, you know. Because they're like, well, This you happened know, before to us.
1: It could have they could have just had it in the movie though. And it could have been the last scene of the movie. Rather than making me sit through any credits before we get to it. That's just <laughs> all. It could be part of the whole cohesive experience, is my thought. Um, And also, it would have been better than the actual ending scene. Just saying. Like, we could have just skipped that whole thing. I mean, I enjoyed her ass. Just saying. Uh, I'm now worried that it's there's actually more credit scenes that I didn't see, but no. He no, will I'm, not burn in Kingsman 2. Was- he, ter- he will, it turns out. But <laughs> not the movie. Well,
0: let's go on to the rank.
2: Yeah. Oh wait.
0: So the rank is where we rank the movie based on ten categories: story, acting, originality, uh, action sequences, chase slash fight scenes, film coherence, hero appeal, villain appeal slash hatred, supporting characters appeal, and the final showdown. We rank it on a scale of one to five, one being the worst, five being the best. The first category is story, and Zach goes first. What do you have?
2: okay
1: a lot of aspects of the story were really good it was a really fun premise i can see why people want more i can see why they made more movies including the prequel um a lot of points in the story just it something doesn't make sense or I, nobody would actually act like that, or there's just too many holes and weird things that happen to really give it really outstanding grade. But I think 3.65 is pretty good. Yeah, I gave it, was, it a 3.25. Oh, well, there you go. So I'm not, I love, I love when I start, ju- I, I've said this before, I justify my, my. I'm sorry, it's so low. It's just, and then you're lower. And I'm like, oh, well, never mind. I'm sad. <laughs> well, because I think you assume you're always going to be uh, yeah, lower like, than me. I'm such a curmudgeon that I assume that you're going to be like, I gave it a nine, which is I, it usually is hard. true
0: that, you know, yeah. you're lower than me. But uh, in this case, I, I had a hard time deciding on this one, actually, because just like you were saying, I, so I think the motivation of the villain is mm-hmm. what really does it for me. And, and mm-hmm. the idea that people would agree to it, yeah. it's just too unbelievable mm-hmm. to me. Um, well, well, the the well, motivation I, actually is OK. Yeah, I'll talk about it when we get to villain. but yeah. Right motive so i should correct the the motivation for the villain is fine it's it's the getting the people to agree to a part that i had a heart that i had a hard time
1: with yeah and they're also like
0: happy with it like oh sure
1: let's do that Except yeah for the, the princess right and she's like there's no anal sex in this play and obviously I'm there's
0: quite a few people that didn't agree because there's a whole bunch of cells yeah um but i think it would have been better if they had just made him kidnap everyone that he wanted to save for the new age you know mm-hmm.
1: yeah would have been more believable because you would have been like, yeah, everybody else sees that this is crazy.
0: Right. Um, anyway, the overall, ov- overall the story is fun though. So, mm-hmm. um, all right, let's go on to acting and I gave acting a four and a half. Mm-hmm. I thought the acting was really good. Um, a little corny at times, but only where it was supposed to be. I felt like, mm-hmm. I think Exy's mom was probably the weakest, but not by, but not bad by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, I also didn't like the choice of the Lisp that mm-hmm. Sam Jackson made, um, and but other than those small things, I thought it was great. So, what about you?
1: Four for me. Um, it's funny because I complained about so much at the end of this movie, but the acting wasn't was what I was complaining about. So, uh, I actually didn't. I thought Michael Caine was kind of weirdly weak. It's he seemed mm. uninvested in the role. But I, I think that must well, be... he personal. does so many roles, you know? Yeah, exactly. So I'm not really going to hold that too much against him. Everybody was good. Like, absolutely. And like you said, when cheesy, purposefully so. And, um, yeah. Well, the next category is originality. What do you have for that? Four and a half. But, like, is that right? I don't know. Because... <laughs> um, I feel like it is because it's 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 a really cool premise. When they came up with it, I'm glad that they did things with it, you know what I mean? If if you came up with it in my presence, I would be like, do something with that. And if you came up <laughs> with this, I'd be like, that was pretty good. So yeah, it's I, I gave it a 3.75. Um
0: so I guess part of it's just like, well they borrowed a lot, you know, from mm-hmm. earlier spy movies there was a lair the plot was far-fetched there were cool gadgets however the violence or the way the violence was portrayed was pretty Mm -hmm. new um i think this movie was a lot of fun if not the most original right Mm -hmm. but it did have some it did have some originality in the way they did things i mean like what an interestingly choreographed movie you know Mm -hmm. so yeah i don't know i I like wanted to give it a higher originality score, and I just was like, I, I, I'm just not sure. Like, I like that you gave it a four and a half because, like, what I wanted to give it. But then I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know if it makes sense. I, I had a hard time. I had a hard time with originality, story, nice. and coherence. Actually, for this one, let's go on to the next one, which is action sequences, and I gave that a four point eight five. Mm-hmm. I really loved these. I thought the action sequences were really well done. I think at times they tried to do a little too much and it moved a little too far into the absurd um but that was kind of few and far between only thing keeping it from being a five uh i mean these sequences especially the church scene are just incredible so there you go what about you i'm a little embarrassed because you went with a two
1: went with the 2.75 really yep um i didn't i didn't like most of the action sequences i thought they were poorly directed um Sorry, Matthew Vaughn. You're a better director than I am, but uh, I'm the one who's talking right now. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm the better podcaster, but that's not true. Um, I'm sure uh, he's better might be. if he cared to. Yeah, well, I mean I don't know, but if he wanted to, I'm sure he would be. But because uh, like I've never put together a movie, but uh, yeah, the uh, it was like you said, it was in, there, were, there. There, they were always interesting, and they were always like. Uh, whoever choreographed it, they were probably told to go pretty over the top and crazy with it, which they did, uh-huh. which, is, yeah,
2: they did. which is
1: just well and good. And um, they were all very convincing in that. Like, I don't know if I guess Colin Firth just became a total badass and learned martial arts for this. So, okay. I kind of assume, I always assume, especially with older actors, that there's some kind of CGI going on, but, uh, or but trickery. Not for Colin. In- yeah. Not for Colin. He's like, no, I'm, I'm gonna do more stunts than Tom. I do Tom Cruise's stunts now. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but and uh, but I just thought that they were they were too kinetic in a way that didn't work. Um, they were too jump cutty and the only times they ever slowed down to like appreciate themselves was when something stupidly violent happened like something was cut off of somebody. And why were so many things cut off of other people? Does this yeah. happen? There's quite this many dismemberments in general in life. It doesn't feel like that should be to me. Um, I'm extremely glad they didn't show Lance Lancelot like the extremely graphic parts of, his, of, of like half of his body, like the in section, you know, I didn't want to see his body in section. Thank you <laughs> for not showing that. They just sort of cut away, which is good um, because I once saw in a textbook, a uh an animal's head in section like cut right down the middle um Ew. it's really it's really gross because you can still see the eyes or the one eye um
0: was it the one really,
1: it I, I, don't you, I don't know it was lee what it's what happened to her it's what happened to the plane they cut her in half um so yeah the uh and i thought she that she didn't that die showed, in a plane did she uh i think i think you're right she was a car you were thinking of Aaliyah. i was thinking of Aaliyah who died in a plane crash so anyway, <laughs> Missy Elliott would never have made that mistake. Um, no, never. I'm sorry. It was it was it was a bad. You thing know I why? Knew, it's because it was... she's a super duper fly. Yeah, it was just a misdemeanor, though. It wasn't a <laughs> felony. But, uh, <laughs> so any what was I saying? like uh, oh, poor no. taste, in, poor taste in the decisions with the directing. It was it was like way too amused by its own violence in a way that didn't work for me.
0: You know what's funny is, as I was reading through the uh, the end there. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that last scene where he's running through the corridors and everything, mm-hmm. and I didn't like it
2: because
0: mm-hmm. it was always just like, like people just kind of showed up and it was shooting, but mm-hmm. it was, I don't know. It just didn't feel right, um, and I was thinking about that even when I was talking about my 4.85. Mm-hmm. I liked it more than you did, so I'm not going to go down too far here, but I think e- I'm going to go down because I kind of forgot how much I disliked that. Um, so I'm going to go 4.5.
1: Okay. I mean, different perspectives. It worked. It's fun. You know, something works for you. Didn't work for me. And like, I was like appreciating a lot of the facets of the fight is, you know what the each fight scene was kind of a microcosm, a synecdoche, if you will, of the entire movie experience. And that there were parts I definitely liked. Um, and there were a lot of things that I was just going, no, stop it. I used to live there. You, you lived close, in Synecdoche, New York. Close to
0: Synecdoche, yeah.
1: You and Philip Seymour Hoffman? <laughs> exactly.
0: Nicely done. Uh, no, just, ch- just Charlie Kaufman and me.
1: Oh, um, okay. Fair. Both
0: of them are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, one of them was there, but they brought Nick Cage.
2: So. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so it was, it was
1: actual Charlie Kaufman and Nicholas Cage. Got it. Right. Yeah. Good. <laughs>
0: um. So. Let's go on to the next one, which is chase slash fight scenes. What do you have for that?
1: Um, this one I gave a two and a half. Wow. Because, yeah. Uh, I don't know. The, there wasn't so much chasing. And the, the fighting was what would mostly I had an issue with. Like, shooting people is fine. You know, action stuff is fine. Explosions are fine. Um, a lot of the fighting was just so... so I mean, not even over the top. It was like under the top. I don't know what it was exactly. It was, it was, it was too much, but also like no, just no emotional stakes to it whatsoever. Didn't care for it. So I assume you went higher. Yeah.
0: I gave it a 4.75 because I really <laughs> liked it.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: Cool. I, uh, I mean, I felt like it was were really well choreographed. I'm thinking of the fight scenes like, um, Colin Firth in the yeah bar. in the
1: pub and the the church yeah, yeah still didn't work and for in it. the church yeah I thought both they, of those were really well done they were so over the top for me that I was bored I was both bored and disgusted so nice the pub scene too yeah well the pub scene was a lot better actually but I was gonna still. say because I
0: feel like the pub scene isn't over the top it's just you know he wins yeah and I, well, I he, feel like he looks really good in doing it <laughs> he looks really good doing it so does Mrs Firth. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I really, this church scene really worked for me. So I guess if if the church scene doesn't work for
1: you, then you're not going to like the fight scene. That's that's here. a good barometer. Yeah, I, yeah. I really didn't.
2: <laughs> I, if, um, if, if
1: if they had done the church scene just like the pub scene, and if um, I know it's not a fight, but if the heads hadn't quite exploded at the end, maybe just show them all dead or something. That's, that's too much.
0: Yeah, I that's mean just, this, the head explosion stuff was weird.
1: It was weird and brutal and, like, does the movie like people? I don't know. It seems like it doesn't. <laughs> um like, I don't like people either, but I do like them, and then I don't want their heads to explode.
0: I will say that this, you, listen to what I wrote. I was really curious what you were going to say for the these last two, and I was mm-hmm. even prepared for a debate on it.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, you're not but, really debating. But I you're wasn't. Like, oh,
0: but I, yeah. Well, I, yeah, I'm just like, I realized that sort of after talking about it, I'm like, eh. You know,
1: I liked it, it worked
0: for me, but mm. I could see how it wouldn't work for you.
1: Hey, same, I'm not even like you're dumb. Obviously, a lot of people like this movie, so well, let's go on
0: to film coherence. This is another one I had a hard time with. I, I gave that a four, okay. Um, I had a hard time with this category because I, I think my main issues are with story and not mm-hmm. necessarily coherence, yeah, yeah. So, like, I think this movie went from plot point to plot point pretty well, and I followed it. I think, and again, this may be story related. I didn't think it was necessary to have Arthur be a bad guy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I, I didn't. I didn't mention it in the story. I saved it for this. But, but what do you think? Like, are my gripes story or coherence related?
1: Um, um, they're story, more story related. But it's the same thing with me. Yeah. But I and then I struggled with the same question of like, it was just a bad idea for them to do this, but they did it fine. So yeah.
0: I also didn't think it made much sense for Eggsy's mom to suddenly be a piece of shit. So. Yeah,
1: yeah, I don't... It's like the influence a bad person can have on you, maybe? I don't know. I got nothing. And yet, I, I don't know. Eggsy grew up, uh, you know, troubled, but morally sound. So that's good, yeah. I guess.
0: Yeah, well, anyway, I had trouble with it. I gave it a four. What did you give it?
1: I gave it a three for that exact reason. It's just, like... Everything was competent enough in that way. It's just there were, in the story, a lot of jumps where I was like, really? I'm not following and if it had been I don't know there's a way to do like jumps in logic that don't make sense in a way that's just so breathlessly fun it's like okay I'll go along with it but they didn't quite manage that every time sometimes they did yeah
0: I'm gonna drop mine to a three and a half because I was really not sure what to do And that your yours helps me I think being half half point above you is kind of my uh, sweet spot so (laughs) in general (laughs) I I gave
1: it a five I gave it a five
0: and a half (laughs) <laughs> um So let's go on to the next category, which is hero appeal. um What did you do? For, actually, let me tell you that what I did is I chose Eggsy and Eggsy alone. Yeah, you do You did too. Okay. So what do you I have? Pretty clearly the hero. I'd like to. I'd like to know what you guess I have. I think you have a three point
1: eight five. You're not far off. I gave it a four. There you go. All right. I thought Darren Egerton was really good, and I thought Banksy. Banksy. I keep
2: calling Banksy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Eggsy. I think Exe is a really well done character. So,
2: and well, I gave it a I, f- oh he's
1: surprisingly likable. Is all. I, I seeing the trailer for the first time, I was like, I don't know about this kid, but it really he really works, and yeah, I can I, see why he got rolls after this because he's good. Yeah, I
0: think he's very likable. But yeah, I give it a four point two five. So, mm-hmm.
1: um,
0: I, I, I found Exe to be charming and fun. Mm-hmm. I, I think he was played well with a chip on his shoulder. I, I don't know. There's not much to say here. Other than, you know, he's really good and, you know, maybe it's the hero appeal goes up in the next one. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. Yeah, can't wait. We're doing that next week. No, not
2: really.
0: (laughs) So villain appeal slash hatred is the next one, and I gave it a four and a half. Mm -hmm. I hated Valentine in this. (laughs) I I couldn't decide if it was because of the choice that Sam Jackson made with the lisp, Uh uh, which I found really distracting, or if it was because of his excellent acting otherwise. Mm -hmm. Um I decided to go with the latter. I was excited when they killed him. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's interesting. It's interesting too because I don't usually like when they kill the villains. But this is a perfect example of having to kill the villain, not killing the villain in spite of justice, right? hmm
1: You know what yeah, I mean? Like no, they, yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you. no, I was asking you. No, absolutely. Um, they came up with that. I mean, it's a little forced, but the idea that he has to have his hand on the thing, whatever. Yeah. So, like, there's really no way to stop him except to make him stop.
0: Yeah, I like that. It's, it's, yeah. uh, it, yeah, anyway, sorry. It's okay. Well, I just, I like, the, yeah, it, it makes so much more sense. Like, instead of just, you know, I, I think of, I think of, uh, like Bullet, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, with Steve McQueen where he shoots the guy in the airport terminal.
1: Yeah. And you're just like you couldn't have found any other way to deal with this. You immediately went to shooting, okay, in yeah. this really crowded place filled with people. <laughs> um,
0: anyway, but what do you have for a villain appeal?
1: Well, I gave it a four for very similar reasons. It was so it was actually a little bit of a roller coaster. They kind of did a good job of it for me because for so much actually, it was a good job, but also a bad job because I was questioning my the entire movie throughout the entire thing. I'm like, why do I agree with the bad guy? Like. <laughs> he's trying to fix climate change that's why he's the bad guy they better be going somewhere with this and then yeah he goes too far so but like for a lot of it i'm like i really fucking hope this movie isn't making the case that they shouldn't fix climate change that would be weird (laughs) but uh no fortunately they do not make that case exactly i'm not really kingsman doesn't really they they don't really have a solution to climate change but of course they didn't set out to to get one, so
0: right. They're like, we're just trying to stop a genocide from
1: happening. Yep, and that's fair, you know. Yeah, I think that's pretty fair. Yeah, you're trying to stop genocide, but what do you feel about climate change? <laughs> like, well, it's not good, but genocide's worse. <laughs> yeah, people I, sometimes people kind of act like that, where if it's like, well, if you, if you what, what's your plan? What's your alternative? Not killing everyone is the alternative for that. But yeah, <laughs> what's like, your what plan? I'm not saying for I have a change? plan. I yeah, it's it's just no I plan. don't want this plan. Yeah, this planet's bad. So, yeah, no. And uh, and then I was almost disappointed when it turned out that he was really crazy. Because I was like, oh, I kind of liked him. But isn't that the point? You know?
0: Yeah, that is the point. So, let's go on to the next category, which is supporting characters
1: appeals. What do you have for that? It's so funny. When this, movie, I'm sorry, when this movie ended, I walked into the other room and went, I didn't like that movie. <laughs> really? <laughs> and yet, supporting characters... I gave a 3.75. I thought they were really good for the most part. And if, like, just a couple of supporting characters, like the shitty stepfather and everything. um, Everybody else was, like, really good. I really liked Mark Strong. I really liked Colin Firth. I really liked uh, the other fuckers, whoever they were. Yeah. I give it a 4.75. I mean,
0: there are a lot of supporting characters in this, and I think they all appealed to me in the way they were supposed to. Yeah. Except for maybe Eggsy's mom.
1: That, yeah, like she, she just, and her but, character arc wasn't really making. It wasn't really explained why that occurred.
0: Right, that exactly. Cool? I, I thought I, I, she, it like annoyed me. You know what I mean.
1: Mm-hmm. And um, I get they don't have time to necessarily, but they could have explained her fall from grace or something like that. You know,
0: they could have had like a real quick vignette.
1: Yeah, know? yeah. Instead, it's just oh, immediately she's shit. It's like, okay. <laughs> Came out of nowhere.
0: Yeah. But yeah, Galahad, Merlin, Ruby yeah. were all great. Dean and his goons were fun. Ooh.
1: Um, Eggsy's oh, yeah. friends were good. Yeah, Eggsy's good. friends were good. Even the other kids in the program, even the bullies, they were all they were supposed to be shitty yeah. bullies, and Roxy and they was were. good.
0: Yeah, and Roxy was good. I, I thought Arthur was annoying, and and um they made him a villain, so I guess you mm-hmm. were supposed to, but yeah, I think they could have had him come around instead of mm-hmm. making him a villain, you know. Anyway, I just like everyone I was supposed to dislike, and I liked everyone I was supposed to like.
1: So yeah, and actually, I even thought that Gazelle was fine for the most part. She was a little, a little off, but um,
0: it was a little over the top, but
1: yeah, but not terrible. Um, do they who do they make Arthur in the next one? I assume somebody gets promoted. Do you know? Because I think it should be Mark Strong. He's like clearly in charge of the entire fucking thing. (laughs) Well, then again, then again, I guess that's maybe the maybe that's Merlin's plight. You know, you never actually get to be king.
0: Man behind the scenes there. Mm But, yeah, I really liked him, 4.75. So um, the last category, Final Showdown, I gave that a 4.25. Although I am interested to hear what you say because I (laughs) think I might go down. Um,
1: I think I might go up.
0: Well, I'm taking the Final Showdown as being when Eggsy has to go back in after everyone's head gets blown off,
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: um, which is not a sentence you say often. So (laughs) it's basically the fight scene with Gazelle,
2: right? Okay.
0: Um, which I thought was pretty great. Um, I don't know. I, I enjoyed everything about the final showdown, but it didn't grip me like the rest of the movie had for some reason. Um, I, you know, I don't know. There was just something about it that didn't, it didn't feel quite right to me. That's just why I'm like, I, I sort of want to hear what you're going to say. Cause I might, it might elucidate it for me. So what do you have?
1: Well, this—I mean—I'm considering the to be the final showdown. Almost all of when they're in like the base, there the secret base. So, like, you always cool. go real big with the final showdown. It's what I feel. I—it's probably not fair. Maybe I'll try to s- s- settle it down a little bit. Maybe from like, would it be fair when he basically? To I me, mean, it's the final showdown is when the the
0: villain fights the hero.
2: Yeah,
0: I guess so. Although in this case that would <laughs> if that were the case, it's just the moment that he shoves, g- throws you know
1: javelins gazelle's leg through his heart. Yeah, um, yeah so. you're right. Well, going really small like you, it would be you know like a three-ish, but I gave it a two because wow, a two. The entire the, it was so it was it was exhausting. It was like this is too much
0: meandering. Yeah
1: and it's taking forever. And like, can we just get to something emotional and striking? And can we see Eggsy? Win? That's what they did
0: at the end. Emotional yeah. So and striking.
1: Yeah, that's true. So. Well, I meant the very end. Yeah. The very end. Cause they, yeah. Um, <laughs> anyhow, uh, ignoring that since that's not part of the final, sh- that's the final showdown. It's Eggsy versus. <laughs> versus but- Eggsy versus Princess's <laughs> Asshole. Butthole. Yeah. Um, Eggsy versus butthole. Um, Jesus Christ! Ignoring that, which I fucking hated. Um, Yeah, I would. I'm gonna put it up. Um, I'll just, I'll just like. I'm not gonna do quite as focused as you did, but I will cut it down a lot and say move up to like a two. Are you gonna use gazelle's legs to cut it down? I'm gonna use gazelle's extremely sharp blade legs (laughs) to cut it down to a two point seven five, right down the middle. Right down
2: the
0: middle. You
1: can see one side of my either side of the 2.75.
0: <laughs> well, you clearly liked this movie less than I did.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: because however, I feel like I liked it more than I did. <laughs> I know exactly how I what feel. you mean. So it's funny because like when you when we talk about it, you know, it always kind of makes it more clear to me. Mm-hmm. Because like when we're talking about it, I'm like, oh, maybe I didn't like it as much as I thought I did. And you're like, oh, maybe I liked it more than I <laughs> thought I did. Yeah, so fair, I guess. <laughs> well, let's see where it ended up, because that's the whole rank. It got mm-hmm. a 76.9. That's not a bad score. No, it's uh pretty firmly in the middle-ish, maybe. It is .1 <laughs> higher than Aquaman, huh. which I know you would disagree with, but I agree. And it's below fifth element, which I also agree with.
1: I'm not I'm not super annoyed at those at that place for, for it, especially given that I probably like it far on the lower end of what people generally like it. And we're kinda like we're trying to appeal to the masses to an extent, you know. <laughs> Rather than kill them.
0: Rather appeal, than kill them,
1: yeah. Appeal, appeal their heads off of their bodies. Um
0: <laughs> hey, yeah, let's,
1: <laughs> let's
0: go appealing
1: yep anyhow so yeah
0: all right well thanks everybody for listening if you'd like to see an updated list of our rankings you can see that on our website at the rank with john and uh consider becoming a patron on patreon at uh, at uh our site slash the rank podcast and listen to these episodes before anybody else um also engage with us you know we asked a few questions on this episode you can answer us at our email at the rank with John and Zach at protonmail.com or you can find us on X or uh, Threads or Instagram or TikTok. Any of the stuff. Not Facebook, though. Fuck Zuckerberg. Except for mm-hmm. Threads and Instagram. That's okay.
2: <laughs>
0: um, either way, check us out tomorrow and then next week when we're ranking the next movies in our Best Picture series, which will be for the 2023 Best Picture nominees. And since we don't know what the nominees are right now, um, I don't know what movie to tell you will be coming first, but we will get them all out before the telecast on March 10th. For the next episode of our action movie series, join us in two weeks for Point Break, the 1991 action movie starring Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze, and directed by Catherine Bigelow, which I did not realize. Weird, uh, right? Best director.
1: So, Mm -hmm, okay. Yeah, this is like a cinematic classic, I think. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Surfing, you know, (laughs) surfing.
0: I'm looking forward to it. Pause. Surfing. All right. Well. Goodbye. Aisha. So, Ekman, x Ekman, Ekman. It's Ekman Day. Future.
2: X-Men Are you Days okay? Future past was supposed to be before. Take a minute. <laughs>